Hello, we are back with First Looks. I'm Danielle. I'm Marissa. And we're here at Polk State in Winter Haven. We're at the first Lego League Regional Championship it's at Central, Central Florida. Florida. So, uh, we're probably powered by Microsoft. Everything from the X Xbox to the Surface, you can find at firstlooks.tv slash Microsoft. Yep, so we're here at the LEGO League, and they've had been doing matches all morning, and so now we're going to be interviewing people from the competition. And actually, our first interview is here. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. Hi. Can you please introduce yourself for us? Yeah, so my name is JT Yeager. I am the Senior Manager of Events, Marketing, and Communications for the first LEGO League program here in Central Florida. Okay, so what is that like? Uh, that's very busy. So I manage 50 different events every year. So from our qualifying event season, our pre-qualifying, fundraisers, outreach events, a lot of events, and then finally this culminating event here, along with supporting FIRST Championship in Houston and Detroit, um, and some other conferences over the summer. All right. Wow, that's a lot. Yep, so, it's a lot. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about this competition today. So we are at the first LEGO League Central Florida 2018 Regional Championship. So this is the top 48 teams in Central Florida. So and this is the culminating event. So they've all attended a qualifying event. And of that, 25% of teams advance. And now they're at this event. And they just do the normal first LEGO League fun. So they participate in three scored robot game matches. And they participate in judging as well in three sessions based on the three aspects of our program. Can you do me a favor and tell us a little bit about the game for those of us who don't know what LEGO League is or what even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first LEGO League was actually created in 1998 by a partnership between First and the LEGO Group. Um, from that partnership came our program, and, and it's uh, basically just the same of the continuation of FIRST. So our, our whole mission is to create these mentor-based programs that foster well-rounded life capabilities like self-confidence, communication, and leadership in young people, and ultimately get them really excited about STEM. And the best way to do that is to start young. So we start with FIRST LEGO League Junior, which is for ages 6 to 10, and then we go into our program, which is FIRST LEGO League, which is for ages 9 to 14. So there's three parts of the program, all that are surrounded by an annual challenge theme. So there's the core values, which is really um, how we do things as opposed to what we do. And that's basically just teaching those really important 21st century soft skills, a lot of stuff that we as adults wish people knew, um, the signature of which is gracious professionalism, which is competing like crazy, but being respectful and kind throughout the process. So teams are actually evaluated on how they work together in a judge session. And then the other two components of the program are the robot game, which is what you can kind of see behind us, and the project. So with the project, this year our challenge is hydrodynamics. So teams have been tasked with identifying a real world problem related to the human water cycle, which is how we find, transport, use, or dispose of water. They have to create an innovative solution to that problem by creating something totally new, modifying something that already exists, or using something that exists in a new way. And then they have to share that solution with others. And through participation in the program, they'll most likely interact with real-world professionals. Like uh, this year, it's been civil engineers and hydrologists a lot. Um, and then the final component is the robot game. So teams have to design and build a LEGO Mindstorms robot that competes on a thematic playing surface for points. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. And yep. how old are these kids that are competing? 9 to 14 in the United States and Canada and 9 to 16 in the rest of the world. Wow. Uh, so can you tell me a little about your role here today? Yeah, so um, I am the event manager for this event. So my responsibilities... Um, kind of scope between uh, managing the venue, all of our food and beverage, our catering services, um, anything related to hotels and housing for all of the participants. Mm -hmm. We have over 2,000 participants here today as well. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a really full event. 
Um, and I also am the project manager for the judging process, so I oversee that, and I'm also responsible for all of the staff that are here today, so we have eight full-time full-time program mm -hmm. staff here that are supporting the event. So I'm responsible for designing our rollout and how we communicate and who's responsible for what throughout the entire event process. You have your hands full. Yeah, so basically the success of the event is, is what I'm focused on. Okay. Wow, I have a question about like, why do you do so much work? So I love FIRST. I'm an alumni of FIRST. Um, I participated in FIRST Lego League quite a while ago, so I know what I got out of it and I believe in giving back. Um, and I just believe in the program. I've seen how it changes students for so long. And, and our program really is more than robots. And there's a lot of longitudinal studies by Brandeis University that prove that uh, students who participate are more than twice as likely to choose a STEM career field when they major in college. Um, our diversity inclusion efforts mean that more girls and minorities are getting exposed to the wonders of science and technology. And our alumni program has vast connections worldwide and access to over $50 million in scholarships. So what's not to love? Exactly. Nice. So when you first started after graduating from your team, which mm -hmm. what team were you on? Um, I was, so I wasn't on a FIRST Robotics Competition or FIRST okay. Tech Challenge team. I did do FIRST LEGO League, though. Okay. Um, at the time in Florida, there wasn't actually a large presence of FIRST Tech Challenge and FIRST Robotics Competition, which is one of the things we as a state uh, and our state operating committee have been really focused on so that students actually have access to the full progression of programs. Um, at the time, there wasn't really readable access for those programs, so I didn't continue on. Um, but when I was on FIRST LEGO League, I was on Team Deja Vu, which is here <laughs> oh. today. Wow. Um, yep, they're still, they're still kicking around. They're based at Rochelle School of the Arts in Lakeland, Florida, and um, I had a blast. Michael Schwein, who's the operational partner here and runs First Lego League in Central Florida, was my coach. Um, oh. So I've, I've been around him for 10 years now, been involved in First for 10 years now. Um, but yeah, we had a really successful team. We actually advanced from a regional to a state event and then actually went on to an international competition in California as well. Okay. So I like oh. to say I know my stuff. <laughs> of course. So when you were on your team and you graduated from the team, did you volunteer? Absolutely. I actually... Um, I volunteered while we were on a team, right? So when, it, when we go back to those 21st century soft skills that FIRST students are learning all about, volunteerism, volunteerism is a really big component of that. So even today, this event is supported by 120 volunteers, also under my purview, which is another <laughs> thing I do. Um, they are all um, giving back to their community and the economic impact of this event is very substantial, especially to the Winter Haven area with our affiliate partner, Polk State College. Um, but the 48 of those volunteers are provided by the team. So every team provides one volunteer as a way to give back to the event. So our focus can be on recruiting those more critical roles like judges and referees and those that can't really have a conflict of interest. But all of those support roles like cures and just getting people in and out in traffic control are all provided by the teams because it's just everybody doing their part to make it a really successful event. Nice. So why did you volunteer? Oh, it's, it, it really goes back to the same thing. I, I love the program. Um, I love judging. My, my personal favorite part of the program is the project because you learn so much about research at such a young age. And it's really different than what you might be doing in the classroom because you really are creating a product. And children, especially in the age of 9 to 14, haven't necessarily learned some of the normal constraints and stipulations of youth or of adults where we think, oh, well, that's not possible. Children don't have that idea. They think anything is possible. And as a result, they create these really innovative solutions that are changing the world. And there's a lot of stuff that our alumni have done, especially recognized we have a Global Innovation Award celebration, which is held in June, which I'll be at. It's in California this year in Silicon Valley. And every year, the top 20 semifinalist teams are nominated all by their regions and then evaluated by a panel. And it's just about that innovative solution. And they're going to go on to uh, Washington, D.C. and be evaluated. And they compete for a top prize of $20,000 to make their innovative solution a reality. 
So First Alumni, and even just with First Lego League, are already doing really amazing things. They have patents. The team last year who won the championship here has three patents, and they are 9 to 14 years old. So, wow. so it's really about innovation and changing the world. Wow, so there's a lot of First Alumni getting involved. And I want to ask, what's your favorite memory of when you were in First? Um, I think my favorite memory was actually from the first competition I ever went to, uh, which was a long time ago. <laughs> and um, when we got there, we were very new, right? Um, and so even though our coach had been doing it for a long time, you know, we believe in First Lego League that the kids do the work. So we don't put any pressure on coaches, really. They're just there to guide the team. And so, so sometimes you're left hanging and you as a team have to figure it out. And um, we were very good at that from the start, right? But we learned and that's what it's all about. It's because what we discover is more important than what we win. It's, it's a competition, but that's just to recognize student achievement, especially really high student achievement in all three of our areas. Um, but so I went to, sorry, that was a long tangent, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I went to um, uh, the first competition we ever went to, we it was, uh, it was a food factor. That was the challenge. So we were looking at how we can solve problems within the food industry. And we discovered this toxicity in mushrooms after they're oversaturated. And the solution we had um, involved a demonstration with a fish tank. And we walked into the competition and dropped the fish tank and it shattered. And another team left the event and bought us a new fish tank. What? during the competition oh my goodness and that was <gasps> when i knew that this was something i wanted to be a part of that is awesome yeah wow if that doesn't show the like core value of gracious professionalism and that's what first is all about is all of that yep and this is first lego league with middle middle schoolers yep it's it's not about the competition wow. it's about doing what we can to help out and make things awesome Perfect. That's amazing. So picking off of piggybacking off of her question, what was your favorite memory of volunteering? Um, let's see. I think the community. So first has a very unique community, especially people that come in. We, we like to say once you drink the Kool-Aid, you're always coming back for more. Um, and, and it really is. It's uh, we call it the best kept secret because there's a lot of people that don't know about it. But once they do, they're coming back and back again because the kids are amazing. The volunteers are amazing, and we have such a great volunteer community. We, we have volunteers that just last night, we, we went out to eat, and, and volunteers were paying for each other's meals, and we just wanted to hang out, and we had a great time. And when I went to first championship for the first time as a volunteer, there were so many people who just welcome you into this community, and you really feel like you're a part of something that's really changing the world. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. This is like, I still can't get over the fish tank story. I'm like, <laughs> that is amazing. Yep. Uh, so um, if people wanted to find out more about FIRST or wanted to contact you personally about what you do and like how to join, what can they do? So centralfloridarobotics.org is our website. My email is jt at centralfloridarobotics.org. Um, and that's for FIRST LEGO League or FIRST LEGO League Junior in the central Florida area. So pretty much the I-4 corridor. Um, or you can go to firstinspires.org, and from there you can find local contacts if you're not from the Central Florida area. That's so awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. Thank you we so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Mate, can, I, can I peace uh, out? Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Man, I, I know like teams that spend like their lunches fixing other robots and that, but wow, buying going out of your way to buy another team of fish tank. That is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. And this has been what FIRST has been all about the entire time. And that's what we are trying to do as FIRST Looks. We're trying to show everyone 
what FIRST is about and how awesome it is. And we have our next interview up. Hi, can you introduce yourself to us and our viewers? Hi, I'm Hope. Hi, Hope. Hi, Hope. Hi. What team are you with? Um, I'm with the RoboGeeks, Team 8152. So what do you do on the RoboGeeks? Um, really, I'm just one of the extras. Um, I'm good at programming, so I do a lot of the missions. And sometimes I help a bu build attachments or modify them if we need to. Well, but most of the time, I'm just one of the ones there for backup. Okay. So what's your favorite thing about being on this robotics team? Probably the programming. The programming. Fun. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, it's it's fun to like learn how to do things. Like my team recently had some trouble with the color sensor. We didn't know how to do it. So it's fun to learn how to do it and figure it out yourself. So what's the color sensor and how does that apply to the game? Um, so there are lines on the board and we had to follow them. And so we were using the line sensor to get pipe removal and we couldn't figure it out. So we looked it up a few times, tried to find some things and we finally figured out how to do it. And it actually worked very well. So that's, well, awesome. that's pretty cool. How long have you been with the team? Um, this is my third year okay. um, and my last because I had to go to middle school and our team is in an elementary school. Oh, All right. Okay. How old are you? Um, 11. <laughs> I'm about to be 12. <laughs> oh, nice. So do you plan on continuing with first? Yes. Yeah? If my middle school has a team, I will. Okay. That's really cool. So what's your favorite thing about coming to competitions like these? Um, probably like the, the anxiety you get from it. Like. The anxiety. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so you like the excitement. Yeah. Yeah. So do you mm -hmm. like cheer on, cheering on your team? Like how, t tell us about your team dynamic. Um, I really like it all, honestly. Um, we have a lot of cheers that we do at the table or when we're walking into one of the judging rooms. It's, we just keep fun going. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. How many members are on your team? Eight. Yes, eight. <laughs> and how many girls? Three. And one's not here right now because she's in Costa Rica with her grandma and she's oh. very sick. Oh, okay. Well, how is your team faring today at competition? Um, very well. We got a program in last minute. That was the color sensor one. We just perfected it. Um, so we have, I think it's 125 points on the board right now. Our max is 135, but we're still waiting to perfect some of those programs. Do you have a favorite memory on your team in this last three years? Hmm. Do you have something that like really jumps out? Um, my first year on the team, um, after we got through and we made it out of everything and we had no more competitions left, we had kind of like a playtime with all the robots. And my friends, Jacob, who's no longer on the team, and Ethan, who is still on the team, um, they made an automatic toenail clipper and they really just <laughs> had like a really long axle connected to like two um, NXT motors, because that was when we were using NXTs. They had a really long axle with a bunch of just like pins on it. <laughs> that is that was fun. awesome. Whoa. That is awesome. And then when was this? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. That's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, so does first inspire you to and like your career Whoa. path or what you want to study? Well, later on? Yeah, it, yeah, it's just fun. It's like when I get older and I use more of the complicated ones like HTML or Python. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, so you want to continue on to programming, huh? Yes. Yeah. So what do you think is the best thing about being a part of FIRST? Mm, that's hard. <laughs> there are a lot of things. Um, probably just like the intelligence you get from it. All the things you learn, all the things you get to know, the things you already know, which can help out your team. It's fun. But what do you want to do when you grow up exactly? Uh, I don't I, I You don't, don't know, know yet. I, 
like my dad works at Northrop Grumman, so I think I kind of want to go over there. Okay. So that might be fun. Ooh. All right. Fun. Well, you have plenty of time to think about <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> but um. first has definitely influenced both of our career paths, so that's why we're asking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue on. Is there like how's uh, we asked about the competition now? What about how's your season been? Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> We had some problem with the program that we had. Um, we were doing filter and rain in one program, and we had it so it did both of them for um, qualifier, and we never touched that program, and we added a median motor onto a robot, and when we went to run it just for a test run to make sure it's still working, it, it was going crazy. <laughs> it wow. was messed up, and so we had to we were trying to fix it, and then we were just like, whatever, and we completely redid it again. We only got one we only got filter done. So we just added rain, and now it's on the board for when we do it. Okay. Nice. Is this your first time being at a regional championship? Actually, yes. It is? <laughs> yeah. And we, how is that for you? It's nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking? <laughs> yeah. I'm really worried about what we're going to do. Yeah? How's yeah. your day been so far, though? Good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still nervous? Yes. Even <laughs> after being here <laughs> half a day? Yeah, we still have two more table runs to do, so I don't oh, know okay. how those are going to turn out. I know when I was walking around trying to get interviews this morning, everyone seemed really busy. Yeah. So, <laughs> And we so know awesome. it's not just about the robots. There's also a research project you've done. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, my team has chosen to do aquaponics. Um, we have compared aquaponics to hydroponics. They're two different things. Aquaponics, you use a fish to grow plants. Hydroponics is the same thing but you have to keep adding chemicals to it, and the fish is not safe to eat. With the aquaponic, you can't eat the fish. So with an aquaponic, you benefit both ways, but with the hydroponic, you only grow the fish. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you think it's a, have you done judging yet? Um, actually, yes, that was the first thing we did. We had it back to back to back. Wow. Oh, wow, <laughs> and how was that? It was nerve-wracking too. <laughs> uh, do you think uh, first is helping you get over all this like, Fear and anxiety of all this, it's yes. helping you learn how to deal with it? <laughs> yeah. For Project Our Skit, um, I was a Girl Scout because I was eating too many cookies. And so the Girl Scout team <gasps> was right ahead of us. So oh. the lady was like pointing at me because I, I had it on. I have two characters, but I had that was, was the first one on. So I had it on my vest. And she was like, Girl Scouts, come this way. And I was like, Oh, no, no, <laughs> I want this team. <laughs> That's oh. so funny. So That's have funny. you like seen anything about First Tech Challenge? Um, FTC no. or the continuing on <laughs> for when you get out of middle school into high school. Um, those kind of the other robotics competitions. Yeah, um, I've seen like pictures of what state looks like and stuff, and I, I'm just there like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried if we do get go on. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll do fine. Well, um, does your team have a website or any social media? No, not really, actually. <laughs> no? Well, oh, can nice. you repeat the name of your team? Um, the Robo Geeks Team 8152. Okay. And I was hoping if you could possibly look into this mirror and if you had any, look into this camera and ask, if you could ask an astronaut any question, what would it be about like human exploration in space? Because that's your challenge next year, right? Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the first like elite challenge <laughs> next year. So we're asking kids right now, like, well, if you could ask an astronaut, what would it be? Oh. Do you really jump that high when you're on the moon? Oh, <laughs> that's nice. a good one. All right. Cool one. All right. Well, thank you very much for speaking with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. We wish you all the luck with the rest of your day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
<laughs> that oh, is so great. So that is cute. so great. I love this. Yes. I love this. This is why we love our jobs, honestly. I know. And then you think about it. You're like, you're here. Oh, I'm for robots. I'm going to hear and do judging. And then, oh, hey, I'm also going to do an interview. Yeah. Like, this is a lot of real world experience. And everyone has getting. been really super excited to just talk to us. And they love it. They yeah. all love it. Yeah. So we have our next interview up. Wait, and wait, not yet. No? Yeah, they're getting ready. Well, well, you're not on camera yet, Barry. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Now he is. Hello there. Hi, my name is Barry. Who are you? I'm, I'm Barry. Oh, hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Yeah. Actually, time. I think I should have like a frequent punch card. So like the seventh <laughs> time I'm on your show, I should get a free ice cream or something. <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Have you We're been good. able to talk to a lot of people? Yeah. Can you please yeah. introduce yourself yes. to anyone who doesn't know who you are or what you do or how you got here? <laughs> okay, absolutely. My name is Barry Bonzak. I'm the one of the MCs for the event today. Um, I work at the Kennedy Space Center uh, for Lockheed Martin. I'm on uh, the Orion program. So basically, I help the engineers schedule and plan the assembly of the spacecraft. Nice. And, and that is really cool. <laughs> it is really cool. I really enjoy it. It's kind of a dream job. I was a first alumni. Um, I now help run the alumni program for the state of Florida. And it's basically something that you just dream of when you're in high school. And uh, I'm really fortunate to have the opportunity to be just anywhere near a spacecraft. I'm amazed they let me. Oh. Tell, <laughs> tell me about the average day of Barry Bonzac. I sit in a cubicle and I do a lot of Microsoft Project and a lot of Microsoft Excel. Ooh. Isn't okay. that exciting? No, but honestly, <laughs> though, that, that, that is a large portion of what I do. Um, I have a business background. So I'm actually not an engineer, but I help out the engineers. And um, I help them with keeping on pace with their schedule and status. And we have to make a plan for an entire like five-year plan of how to build a spacecraft, wow. uh, each one in two years. Then you start with the next one. Uh, so right now, we're working on Exploration Mission 1. Yeah. And that is the one that's going to be going to the moon in uh, 2019. And we're already in the production for Exploration Mission 2, which is going to be the crewed mission to the moon. And that is being made right now in um, a shoot assembly facility in Louisiana. And it's going to be arriving at the Kennedy Space Center in September. So we're already starting the planning of the assembly of that spacecraft as soon as it arrives. So I'm helping the engineers with the um, plan of how that's going to happen. And then, of course, the financials that go with it as well. So I, of course, have to go down um, to talk with the engineers that are building the spacecraft, uh, the technicians, and I do a lot of uh, photography too. So I actually take pictures of, okay, we were supposed to have this, these parts installed on the spacecraft. So I go down there and I verify visually that those parts are on the spacecraft. I take a picture of it and then I create a status report for a director and then a program manager in Houston. Nice. And I want to touch on that. You said you have a business background. So first is always about promoting STEM-related careers. And this is a STEM-related career, but you didn't have to actually become an engineer to become a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, students, if students decide they want to go into engineering, then that is absolutely great. We need more engineers, and that's what I'm here to inspire students. But first is really about helping kids realize what are they passionate about. Um, it is for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. And I, as a student, was inspired by the people I met from NASA, kind of like Dave Lavery is one. He's a person that, at NASA who works on the Mars rovers. Um, and I wanted to be a part of the program, but I didn't really want to do the whole engineering classes. And I found that as a person on the team, the other things that we do are the spirit awards, the imagery, the um, creating the logos and fundraising. I found that I was really good at the uh, business parts compared to the other students, and they were really good at the building the robot parts better than I was. Uh, so I kind of realized that I should be focusing on the skills that I'm good at. Um, 
And But at the same time, I learned that I really liked rocket launches. I really liked NASA. I liked exploration. I liked, I liked being at robot competitions and being around engineers. So I was like, okay, how can I take all these passions and with the skill that I have and go do something with it? And I couldn't even, I didn't even really find that out until after I graduated from college. Um, the, I didn't even know that my position existed at the Kennedy Space Center. I had no idea. So um, it, it all kind of ties into each other. Um, I was able to uh, be a mentor for a robotics team when I was at, in college. I went to UCF and I mentored Exploding Bacon that was in Orlando. And they were a Lockheed Martin sponsored team. So I was able to work side by side Lockheed Martin engineers. And they helped me get an internship with my business background as wow. a finance um, person at Lockheed Martin Orlando. And then from there, I continued volunteering and keep on making net connections by volunteering. And eventually, I found my way over to uh, my passion on the Orion program. So volunteering, is that what you're doing here today? That is absolutely what I'm doing here today. Um, you all can't hear it because we've got these fancy microphones, but I'm <laughs> the guy down there that's doing the play-by-play and counting down the clock for the kids and giving high fives. Um, later on today, we're going to be doing the closing ceremony, and I appreciate you guys uh, asking the kids. Uh, next year, the challenge is going to be called um, Into Orbit, and the first Lego League Juniors mission is called Mission Moon. So it's going to be a space theme, and that's all we know so far. So one of the things I'm going to do at the closing ceremony is talk to the kids about space. And I appreciate you guys asking kids what questions do they have about space, because I'm hoping I can gather a bunch of those questions and help them with their research next year. That's awesome. Nice. And we want to ask you, what inspires you to volunteer with FIRST? What inspires me? It's, I cannot imagine anywhere else I'd rather be on a weekend. Uh, goodness sakes, I mean, we've done... Yesterday I was at Legoland doing the first Lego League Junior. Today I'm here. A couple weeks ago I was in Jacksonville for the first Tech Challenge. And a few weeks from now I'm going to be at the Orlando Regional, uh, which I'm sure you guys will be there too. So I've, yep. uh, let's do this again in a couple weeks. <laughs> On the same channel, by the way. On the same channel. Tune in. <laughs> uh, but what inspires me is just how passionate these kids are and how awesome they are. And these stands are filled with students that, like me, have no idea what they want to do with their lives after when they go into college. What are they going to do after college? They have no idea what are their passions and what are they good at, what are they not good at. And the discovery of something that you are passionate about is what I am passionate about helping them do. And... What is your favorite memory about volunteering? <laughs> what is my favorite memory <laughs> I know you about have a lot. volunteering? Everyone is giving us that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it a little bit longer than most of the people here, I think. <laughs> or at least talk about <laughs> a memory that, okay. you, that really stands out. So I'm actually, for volunteering, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you guys, that's a hard one. How about just my first favorite first memory in general was the very first time I went to the championship event. At the time, it was in Atlanta. Now it's ours is in Houston. So all the people here, if they go on from here, they're going to go on to the Houston championship event. I'll be volunteering there as well. Um, but as a student at that event, just blew my mind open to possibilities. Like I said, I met Dave Lavery. I met Dean Kamen. I met Woody Flowers at these wow. events. Um, and when you realize how amazing these people are, you kind of go, I want to be like that. And that was the first time in my head I started thinking things like that. I hadn't ever thought anything like that until that point. Wow. So I think that's what sticks out on my head most. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So what have you seen around at this competition here today? There's a lot of really excited teams. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is that I see every single match, but I immediately go into the next match. I'm not really thinking about There are just some amazing robots these kids have made, but really the costumes and the kids <laughs> and how exciting they are is what I love most about these events and just how... Uh, Compared to the high school competitions, the Lego League Junior and first Lego League competitions just feel a little bit more laid back and just more geared to making sure everybody is having fun, which is what I like doing most at these things. So oh, there's exactly. just a whole lot of kids jumping up and down excited, waving pom-poms, dressed up crazy. <laughs> uh, there's one team that has a whole bunch of cowbells, with, and that's just oh. so much fun. It, it, we yeah. saw the little activity you were doing earlier. Can oh, you tell good. us a little bit about that? I have. I, somebody took a video of it. I'll be sure to give <laughs> it to you guys. But, yeah, these kids had some uh, cowbells. And, basically, I was raising my hands, and they went crazy with the cowbells. And then over my hand, they stopped. They raised them again, and they went crazy. It's just, kids it's are so, so much fun. fun. This so is fun. just a great competition. And it's, you are really engaging as a, as a volunteer. I appreciate that. That's one of the things that I just – I just, like I said, can't imagine anywhere else I'd rather be, and I'm just having just as much fun as they're having. And we have a fun time watching. <laughs> Good. I'm yeah. glad. Well, I hope you guys come down and Cotton Eye Joe with us during the dance party later. Yes, yes definitely. Okay. Yeah. I have some questions. Okay. Um, I really encourage people to follow you on social media. I appreciate that. <laughs> his Snapchat, his Instagram, Facebook, or yeah, not Twitter. Facebook, everything. but everything is so... A lot of Twitter. So, yeah, Twitter. Bonzac. It's a lot of fun. Sounds good. Uh, I'd say Twitter's probably the best place because Twitter? that's where I keep most of my professional stuff. Oh, there we go. Um, then every so often you're going to see a lot of UCF basketball stuff too just because it's fun times. Anyway, at Bonzac, B-O-N-Z-A-C-K, whenever I am allowed to take pictures of anything at work, I absolutely will. Uh, nice. this, the rockets, the, the, launches. the launches, absolutely. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of things I'm not allowed to take pictures of, or there's some things I have to wait until Public Affairs allows me to post something. But, yeah, that's absolutely, at Bonzac, I talk a lot about space, and I post pictures from here. Um, I also now help run some of the other social medias for the uh, Florida now. So, um, at First in Florida, um, at FLFTC, um, I do a lot of the social media from there. So now it's not as much on my own social media, and I'm helping the First in Florida social media uh, post pictures and get capture the story of these events. And if someone wanted to connect with you to talk about alumni or anything, how can they contact you? First alumni, if there any of you out there are either in Florida or graduated from a Florida team and now anywhere else uh, in the world, uh, you're welcome to join the Florida First alumni. That'd be FloridaFirstAlumni at gmail.com. Um, for anybody else other than that, connect with me on LinkedIn is, or tweet at me is probably the best way to get, uh, get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for speaking with yeah, us today. Yeah, thank you guys for the time and keep on doing it. Keep asking yes. kids questions oh, yes. uh, about what are they excited about for the next game and for astronauts. I'm sure some of them don't even know that the next year's. They don't. They don't. No. So it's going to yeah. be. So we you mentioned guys, to the last So we get to tell them. Yeah. yeah. That's We get the good news. So I'm not even sure I'm allowed to tell people this, but they actually invited me to come be a part of the challenge advisory team for next year's game. And I don't know anything more than you guys know at this point. Oh. At this point, you guys know everything I know. But. Uh, first, just wanted to know um, what what is going on in the space program right now. So I went and I told them about the Orion spacecraft that we're building at the Lockheed Martin and at the Kennedy Space Center. Wow. Um, and I don't know what they're doing with that or what the next year's game is going to be, but I'm just excited to keep telling people the story about building the Orion spacecraft. So we're just pumping up the crowd about space exploration? Yes, absolutely. Human space exploration. Human space exploration. All right. Yep. Well, thank hey you so guys, much. This is Michelle from the control room. We love it when we have you on, Barry. Thank you so much. If the three of you could please look over here for a photo op. 
That'd be awesome. Perfect. Thank nice. you. Appreciate it. Oh, all right. Thank you, you all so much. get back Bye. to it. Good luck. Good luck with the rest of the competition. Appreciate it. I love talking to Barry. It's always great talking it's to Barry. So much we are fun. actually pretty close with Barry. We, we are. We're both first alumni, and Barry actually, like, when I graduated, he took me aside. He's like, have you joined the first alumni group yet? I said no. He's like, okay, join it. Come on. Yep, that's how we do it. Yep. So... So we're gonna okay. So uh, yeah. So he does that with everyone. Every single first alumni, he like grabs them as soon as they graduate. Like, like drinking the Kool Aid is not a joke. No. Yep. And even if you don't want to keep drinking the Kool Aid, you're kind of stuck. What happens in first? You're gonna be in first forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always fun though. Yep. So, so we have our next interview here. Hi. Can hello. you introduce yourself to us? Uh, hello. My name is Bryce Phelps. I'm start. I'm. This is my first season for first. It's been very interesting so far. And what team are you on? I am on Team Wild. Okay. And do what do you do on the team? Uh, I sort of work with the robot table and stuff, and I work on our projects. I'm kind of the main speaker for the group. Okay. Oh, nice. So you worked a lot with the research. Yes. How yes. was that? Yeah. It was. It was very interesting. Uh, we. It led to a lot of like stuff we could like delve into and explore it was really fun and this is your first season yes this is my first season how do you like it it's it's a whole it's it's a lot it's really fun to kind of hang out with a community of people who are all enjoy the same thing and be able to like you know be do it with friends and such exactly and are you part of a school or? yes okay. i'm part of a school uh so, uh mikhail academy okay nice. and so since this is your first season and this is obviously your first championship, what do you think of today? Today has been it's been really busy. Yeah. I mean, we've had a couple of mishaps, but that's with the robot table. That's it. Uh, the judges are really nice. It's fun. Like so far, all of our presentations gone smoothly. It's great. Yeah. Well, I commend you for getting this far. This is awesome. This is a huge step, especially on your first year. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, wow. So how's your team been doing so far in competition? Uh, it's, 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 it's doing great. I mean, uh, again, with the mishaps of the robot table. But so far, I think we're doing pretty good right now. What kind of mis mishaps have you encountered uh, so far? Like getting back to the home base on the board. That's mainly been it. Sometimes we'll miss something, but that's, it. that's all it is. And how are you solving those issues? Uh, we're just tweaking the program a little bit, you know, testing the practice boards right over there. It has been kind of going like that, kind of working with it and stuff. I work with our main programmer, David, okay. and we both work on the table, and it's really interesting. Okay, wow. <laughs> What's your favorite part about FIRST? Um, basically how I can, like, go and have a conversation, like, a, just a random t uh, team, like, on other, and we can have, like, fun and stuff, because we're all here for the same thing. You know, we all, like, love building. We love working with robots and such, and I think that's very interesting to have a community all together to where we can all talk and have the same interests. Okay. Let me ask you, what's your grade and how old are you? I am 14 and I am in grade 8. Grade 8. Okay. Nice. Are you continuing on with this team or? Uh, yes, I will be continuing on. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't really been thinking too much about the future. I'm like, oh, wow, this is all exciting. There's just a lot happening. But I'd really, I'd really love to keep continuing on with this. Have you heard about First Tech Challenge, our first robotics competition? Uh, the other bigger robots? Uh, no. Yeah, I've seen the bigger robots. I, we have a high school team there where they're working on this huge robot. So I'm like, 
What do you think about that? I think that would be really fun, but they look like all the wires and stuff and all the complications, and then I laugh because they're using, like, Xbox <laughs> controllers to do it. There you go. It's a little bit of a, um, more... Get that video game feel. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. It's not easy. No. Um, but how about more about today's competition and your season so far? How is it like going to your first competitions? Uh, it's it's intimidating. It's very intimidating. But when you sort of you sort of start to get used to it after a while, you're like, okay, now we got to do this. This is very rapid fire. And so far, as I said, it's been running smoothly. Only a couple, you know, mishaps. But after, like, judges really nice, and all the people there, like me and my friends, we're having a blast. Aww. We're kind. Of we're kind of just like going around talking to people, looking at projects. We're like, oh, that's really neat. And then we have like, we I remember this one board. It had like this the moving letters and mm -hmm. such, like the electronic. I'm like, wow. And then I look at our t and then I look at our project. And we're like, there's room for improvement. Definitely. Oh, yeah. so here's definitely getting you more like what you can do on and make upgrades and stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what is your favorite memory of this first year that you've gone through so far? Uh. So far, my favorite memory was when we were doing the uh, the uh, technical. We were going to judges. We were doing technical. We're all we're all like we we've already done like core values and we've already done project, and so we're kind of like relieved of some of the stress because when we did the qualifying round, it didn't go so smoothly. So we were going with it, and then we do this like the judge was super nice. It was great, and like it all just ran smoothly. And we all were like because we all knew like a bit, and we did our part, and it was it was great. That was the best part. Awesome. That's really awesome. So there was a lot of practice involved, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of practice. Like before we'd go and be like, okay guys, you're doing okay, someone's gotta do this, this and this. Okay, uh, okay, you take that, okay, um, how about how about you? Oh yeah, that yeah, we can build off oh yeah, that's good. That is so awesome. It's all about communication. Yes, it's, it's for us it's all about communication. So has first help you helped you overcome any challenges in your like own life? Uh, mainly being sort of the quiet one. I find myself being more of the to the talkative one. But then in the end, you know, my friends will be looking at me like, "Everyone's got to talk. Stop. Uh, Everyone's got to talk." <laughs> I know Marissa can relate to that. I can. I first year of my high school career, I did FLL too, but uh. I didn't. Wasn't the main speaker in high school. They started making me the outreach person, and I actually went and bought myself three books on how to public wow. speak so I could learn to do this properly. And now she's great. Look at her. She's yeah, it's, it's, it's great. on camera all I, the time. I, don't think, I, I didn't think I'd be able to do this. I'm like, oh, no, this, is, this is not that bad. You're doing it's great. great. <laughs> wow. Real world experience from this, right? It's not yep. You're not just learning about robots. Nope. Yeah. This uh, communication, that's all we're Definitely. getting right now. So can you do me a favor and shout out your team again, your team number, and if they can learn any more about your team? I don't know if you have a website or... Uh, no, we don't. I don't believe we have a website. Uh, do I just, like, say, oh, you yeah, go. Say. Okay, okay. Go Team 361. Go Wild. Awesome. And I would like to, for next year's FLL competition, it's going to be about space human oh, exploration. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And we were asking all our students, the students here, if you could look into this camera and say, if you could ask an astronaut any question, what would it be? About human space exploration. Okay, space. Um, <laughs> uh, what's zero gravity like, and how would that be different when you finally come back to Earth? Oh, wow. That's, That's a really, really good question. question. Yeah. And Barry Bonzac is actually going to compile a bunch of answers so oh, stay wow. tuned <laughs> oh that's great oh that's great All so right. thank you so much yep, for spending time with us and thank good luck with the rest of your competition yep thank you thank you for thank having you. me
love wow, the, I, I love, love these seeing space, the new ones. Yeah, I also love these space questions. I know. I think they're, like, they're coming really up with good with ones. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I feel I like if I was asked that, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't know. I'd be like, what colors is Neptune? <laughs> I know nothing of space. I am way more of a robot person. I know about gears and wires and currents. And well, I mean, you're studying to be an engineer, of course, <laughs> at University of South Florida. It's a good, good <laughs> one. Yeah. All right, so we're here with our um, wait. So we're still getting ready, and we, I keep looking behind me because competitions are happening right here. It's awesome, and it's, it's really just awesome. colorful. Every competition here is like every team has like different colors, pom poms, giant hats. It's great. So we are here with our next interview. Hello. Can you please introduce yourself for me? I'm Elena. Hi, Elena. So what team are you on? The Water Fountains. So Ooh. tell us a little bit about your team and what you do on your team. We're a fifth grade rookie team, and we do um, crazy things. <laughs> That's a great explanation. What do you like to do on the team? Programming. Programming. Ooh. How so? Um, I like to do the missions. OK, like what mission? Uh, I'm working on flower right now. Flower? What is that? It's where you have to get the robot to put a water barrel into a um, flower pot and make the flower stand up. Ooh. Whoa. That's, That's awesome. Impressive. How your team? How's your team doing in competition today? Um, we're doing good. How, how old are you? Ten. And how long have you been on this team? This is my first year. How do yeah. you like it? It's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. So, us uh, first year, you obviously went through qualifying tournaments. How were those? Nervous. Scary. You were scared? Oh, wow. But you got through. You persevered. This is great. Yeah. Um, actually, we didn't at first, but it turns out there was a problem with the judging. Oh, whoa. But you did make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did make it. Of course you did. I love your hat. Thank you. Did you make it? No, my friend's mom made all of our hats. They are yeah. awesome. Do you have fun with it? <laughs> They're very easy to find each other. <laughs> oh, there we go. I That's bet. probably why she made them, right? I bet. Yeah. Nice. So what's your favorite thing about FIRST? Probably the programming. Yeah, oh, the programming. And you're using the NXT, right? Mm -hmm. So how, how is it using those? Is it easy? Is it hard? Mm -hmm. Well, flower is harder because you have to push it down for it to for the flower to go up. But some of the programs are easy and some of them are hard. So how do you fix, like if there's an issue with your program, how do you fix it? We either change the positioning or we change what's in the program. Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. And your team, your whole team's a rookie. So how is it working with all these team members? Are you guys that work well as a team? We get along pretty well. My friend, she made a clay water fountain for us. And so if you don't have the water fountain, you can't talk. And that stopped our arguing problem. Oh, wow. Wow, <laughs> problem solving, huh? That's awesome. And we know there's a bit more than just the robot here competition. So how was your research project? Um, it was good. We came up with um, the water wizard. It's. Um, a machine where it's not really a machine you roll out hoses that have holes in them and the drops the droplets are bigger and they have a stream that's low to the grounds to avoid evaporation oh that's pretty cool that what problem really does that solve 
um, how we use water. That's pretty awesome. Do you think you learned anything from doing this? Yeah. Yeah? That's pretty cool. And you had judging, too. Yeah. Today, how was that? It's always scary. It's always <laughs> scary. But you're able to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys practice? Yeah, a lot. A lot of practice. That's pretty cool. So what do you want to do when you grow up, if you know? I want to be a CSI. CSI. Whoa. Wow. And why? What made you think of that? I like science. You like science? Like and did science. first help you with that, or did you know that before? It helped me. It did? It did help me. That's awesome. Oh. That's really, really cool. So you obviously have coaches and mentors who help your team, right? Yes. How do they help you a lot? Well, Miss Olvi is our coach, and she helps us if we don't understand something. She helps us figure it out, but she doesn't tell us. Oh, so real problem solvers, right? Mm -hmm teaching you how to learn stuff? Yeah. That's really, really cool. What's one of your favorite memories of this season? When, one time, Lilith, when we were thinking of ideas, she came up with the idea to uh, strap a water can to a dog's collar and have them water the lawn. <laughs> that is a great idea. I think, I well, think that's great. Yeah. I don't have a dog, so that wouldn't work, but... I could, probably could do it to one of my siblings. <laughs> probably do that. That's so cool. Yeah. So we're actually asking some questions about space exploration, human space exploration. Because next year, that's the challenge. We've learned that uh, it's going to be people landing on the moon. So we want to ask you if you could look into this camera and if you could ask an astronaut any question about human exploration in space, what would it be? What does the moon feel like? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Cool. I would like to know what the moon feels like, too. I actually went to Kennedy Space Center and got to touch a little piece of the moon because they have, like, a little rock there. It's super smooth, though, because a lot of people have touched uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably not what it feels like, but it's still cool. I get to say I touched the moon. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really cool. That's pretty cool. So does this first inspire you? Yes. Yeah. What does it inspire you about? What about it inspires you? To learn things better. To learn things better. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Do I you think Grisha's professionalism is an important role? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so what else about this competition do you like? Um, I like the our, when we do our skit. Your skit? Mm -hmm. So how is your skit? Tell us about that. It's um, we're in a we're in a, we're in the news and they're talking about to irrigation experts and then then it switches to a commercial where it talks about the water wizard Ooh. and in the end everyone starts singing our theme our theme song. What's yep. the theme song? Um, it's a water wizard. There can't be a miss. It's a water wizard. He's the best at this. It's a water wizard. He's the best at this. Oh, uh, that's, that's awesome. really great. That's really catchy. I'm going to be singing that all day. Oh. Yeah, we found a song called, um, was it, I think it had something to do with wizard, and we got the, the jingle. That, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. And you really liked that? You really liked performing yeah. the skit? Did the judges, were they interested? Yeah. Yeah? That's yeah. awesome. That was really cool. And so I want to ask, how did you get involved with FIRST? How did you learn about it? Well, last year, the kids at my school 
they did robotics, and I um, I saw them doing some of the robotics and how they were traveling everywhere, and I wanted to do robotics. Yeah? What did you see them doing? They were, they did some missions. Some missions? And this was uh, first Lego League? No, it was at my old school. They were having a demonstration. Oh. Okay. So a demonstration of what? A demonstration of the robot that they programmed to do the missions. And how big was this robot? Big. Wasn't that big? Was it a Lego robot? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And um, I want to ask: Was it hard joining a first Lego team, or was it actually were they really welcoming? Because I'm sure a lot of kids want to know about that. Well, I was sick the first meeting, and so everyone was kind of weird when I got there. Uh. But then after like a first hour there, they started warming up to me, and then we got to be friends. And I didn't. Since I was new to this school, I didn't know anyone, and now they're all my friends. That's so cool. Oh, so you're like building friendships. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. Can you please yeah. shout out, like, root on your, your team? Go Water Fountains. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for thank speaking you. with us. Thank you. Thank you. Aww. That's awesome. That is pretty that cool. Is so that's cool. a that's a nice that's so story cool. of how you learn fr- get getting friends from first. I think it's really cool how we've been uh, we've been trying to find interviews this morning, and a lot of the people we've been interviewing this is their first year. Yeah, we have we found a lot of rookies this year. A lot of rookies this is their first year, first time at this competition, so they're wide eyed like we are. Yeah. Hi, Scott. Hi. 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 How are you? I am good. How are you? <coughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> My throat's still giving me trouble from CES, but that's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. It is what it is. Usually I get February off, but that's not the case this year. No. But it's okay because this is a really cool event. This is our yeah. first time being at this event. Yeah, I'd like everyone to know that. Yeah, we've never done uh, the show at Lego League before. Um, no. I think only Marissa has even participated in Lego League. I did. I was in Lego League for three years on three different teams, and I loved everything. But yeah. Interesting. So, obviously, that was a while back because you've been you've been out of school about ten years ago. Okay. When I started, yeah. Okay. So, has the program changed in that time? I want to say no, but okay. a little yes. Sure. When I did it, it wasn't as big. Like it definitely, I see a lot more students than there used to be, um, and a little bit crazier. I heard I heard JT earlier. Uh, say it. I don't know if he said it on air or not, but he said it to me uh, earlier in the day. He said, "There's 2,000 students involved." He did say that. There's 48 teams that wow. made it here. That is a huge number. That is now, now, granted, in all of the programs, uh, Florida is one of the three largest uh, markets. Yeah. It's why we have uh, multiple regional directors for Florida and most states. If they have one, have one. <laughs> but this is 2,000 of the Lego Central League. Florida. This is the best of just Central Florida. Now, Which is keep, really populated. Now keep in mind that that may not be the number of people on a team. It may not be the num- number of people in the building. Y- yeah. I think there are 2,000 students in the Lego League Central Florida. Okay. Um, for, 48 teams, I yeah. think. Yep. I think a team is allowed to have 10, 
about 10. 10 of I think yeah. I think a Lego League team is not allowed to have more than 10. So if we assume a full team, it's 500 students possible plus family and stuff. It could be 2,000. And then mentors. Could and be 2,000 people here yeah. for sure. Yeah. But this mm -hmm. is just Central Florida, which I think is and really cool. And just Lego League. Yeah. And we're, just Lego we're used to doing like Roboticon. Mm -hmm. That's where we interact with Lego League. Yes. But it's a little bit of Lego League, a little bit of Lego League Junior, a little bit of First Tech Challenge, a little mm -hmm. bit of First Robotics Competition. We've got the full gamut, and we have about that many people. We've got just Lego League kids behind us. And they, yeah. these are the ones that made it through qualifications right. and are actually at the championship in yeah. Central Florida, which it's, it's is crazy. Awesome. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of a lot of students involved, which is which is great because uh, you know one of the things that that first has done is built like a graduation program, right? You start out in Lego League Junior, then you graduate into Lego League, then you can go off into First Tech Challenge or First Robotics Competition. <coughs> so so that many people in Lego League today means in three years, First Tech Challenge in Central Florida is going to be Huge. off the charts populated oh, yeah. in, in a way that the eight leagues that Florida has today may not be the way it gets to work. We may have to split it up more. Yeah, and actually, like with Barry saying that there's already been the first tech state champs at Jacksonville, yes. I was volunteering there, and they had Lego League there too. They were on like, they had just like one like barrier uh, separating the two programs, but okay. I saw a lot of teams talking to like the younger, and oh, the younger yeah. talking to the older. That's great. And it we, was. It was really cool to see. And we have a lot of a lot of the the upper program members who mentor the lower program members. Yep. Which is one of the things, obviously, that is so cool about FIRST. Mm -hmm. You've, I've, I've been listening on and off for those of you who are wondering what I'm holding in my right hand. <coughs> it's an earbud so I can listen to the show when I don't have the headphones on. Um, but uh, I don't know if you guys have said it, but you probably have. Once you're in FIRST, you're in for life. Yep, we have. <laughs> yeah. I assumed as much. Also, JT has mentioned it too. And, and, you know, that, that's the thing. We, we start that early by having First Tech Challenge and First Robotics Competition mentor, you know, Lego League and Lego League Junior teams uh, to show them, you know, what, uh, what participating in FIRST is all about. And we've actually been interviewing uh, quite a few students that this is their first year That's participating awesome. on the team. Yeah, like a lot of rookie teams are here. Well, it's not necessarily a rookie, rookie team, team, but it's but a rookie, rookie member. member. Yeah. yeah. That's and really cool. They made it to this championship, awesome. the regional championship, on their first try, and they are just like deer in headlights. They are so excited and also terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the boy you spoke to... Grace? To, yeah, sure. Uh, two, two people back. I didn't catch anybody's name. Um, yeah, he mentioned that he was that it was yes. his first like real competition because they had had their qualifier, but that's not quite... As large. This. Yeah. This is definitely a special level of thing happening behind us. This isn't what you see at qualification. This is this is a big event. And I've only participated in First Tech Challenge. So talking to some First Lego League members mm -hmm. is really interesting because it's different and also similar. I sure. mean, the judging process is very different yeah, because uh -huh. of the research project and yep. then the skits. I was going to say there's there's you know three 
three pillars to the first Lego League program when it re and Tech Challenge. It's really, just it's really kind of just the two. Yeah. You've got, the you've book. got kind of your your notebook slash interview. And yeah, then the presentation. Your, your robot, yeah. your your robot information, and then your on field. Yeah. And here you've got a whole like research project, mm -hmm. and there's all kinds of stuff and that goes along with this that just doesn't exist in the other programs that I really think is cool. I think it's really cool too because it engages children that are so young. It tries to like really get them organized into with what they're going to look forward to. And and without having to put a whole lot of like scary emphasis on the um, the hardware, right? Like we've talked at the Orlando Regional. We've talked to some students that have gone from first tech challenge to first robotics competition and they're always like really um, skittish. <laughs> they talk about yeah, they talk about how when you first see the machines that you use to produce a first robotics competition robot versus a first tech challenge robot, you know, you can get away. It's scary. You can get away in First Tech Challenge with just, you know, cutting the pre-made frames and screwing some stuff together. Like, you don't technically ever really have to cut anything but the, the aluminum frame almost, right? But that's not how the big one works. And so in, in partnering with, with Lego and the Mindstorm stuff, they've, they've created that way to get pe the, the kids engaged without any of the tools being necessary. You can snap everything together and come up with a tiny... I love the size of them. They're so little, but um, they do some cool stuff. They've got... Um, one of the girls was talking about a color sensor program that they got working, like, uh, uh, this here. morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a, a color sensor on a thing that big? That's crazy. That's it cool. really is. That's so cool. It really is. I yeah. love it. It is, and it's cool to see them. And like she was saying, she wanted, she's in first uh, Lego League, which is like you think is focused on robots, and you think like, oh, it's all about the machine part. But she wants to go into science. Like she, like, and, it's and, just and not starting in Lego League is is a great way to do that because the research you get with through the research project, you get to talk to domain experts as part of that that research, which I think is pretty cool. And so with the the uh, human water cycle theme that this year's game is and research project is. If you're interested in like the hard science of things, this is a cool research project to get started on because you could make some contacts with people who, you know, a decade from now when you're graduating from high school could be very valuable and they already know that you're interested because you were here. That's cool. And these are some super cool resume builders. I worked on a research project when I was 10 years old. Uh-huh. That was so in-depth about aquaponics. And yeah. Like, that is so at, freaking cool. any part of the, the human water cycle. And that's the thing that I thought was really cool. And then next year's game is about space exploration. Uh, Into Orbit, I think, is the name of next year's game. So, again, a great opportunity for people who are interested in engineering or the hard sciences to get involved because obviously space research mm -hmm. has sure there there's Barry's team who's building the thing to put people up into space but okay what do you do once you're there yeah yeah you've, you've got to have a reason to go there and it's to test what how do certain things respond in space great and students have had some really great questions surrounding space I have space been listening to that 
There have been some really zero cool. gravity and what's How it does like it on feel the moon? Yeah, and I love the one question when he said zero gravity and what is it like when you come back to Earth? Because that is when you're like, yeah, you, you kind of float in space, but what is it like when you come back? And how long does it take? You're actually <laughs> taller when you come back, in case you're Can curious. I go? <laughs> I want to go. I'm not <laughs> part of that. I volunteer as tribute. It, do, it does not uh, last. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it, it fades once you get back. But that should be a question, too, because with the Mars travel, you're going to be in space a lot longer. And, and I know there's been research on, like, how is that going to affect their health? And then the gravity is going to be different once they get there yep. because they're not the same density. Earth and Mars aren't the same density. So the gravity will be different, just like the gravity is different on, on the moon. I heard somebody ask, uh, how high can you jump on the moon or something <laughs> yeah. like that, which I thought was a really cute question. <coughs> um, but... You know, on, on Mars, you're going to have the same variance in, in gravity, which is going to be fascinating. Yes. And I, I imagine one of the LEGO League teams somewhere is going to engage in gravity for the space travel co oh, concept yeah. next year. Which I look... I can't wait to see the research projects next oh. year. Oh, no, I, definitely not. I already told JT, so we're here next year for sure because I want to see some of this stuff. I want to hear them talk about it. It and you keep saying skits, right? So it's not just them, like, talking at you. You're going to be really entertained while learning. Yeah. That's definitely. so cool. There's going to be a lot of uh, zero gravity walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder if anybody will find some old moon boots. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I miss those. <laughs> wow. Uh, if, you're, awesome. uh, if you're taking notes, this is some good ideas <laughs> for your... <laughs> your presentations for next year. And uh, like we mentioned earlier, Barry is going to be compiling all of these questions and then he's going to find an answer for them. And that that's that's one of the really cool things about having somebody like Barry. Yes. Who I mean, the list is very long with Barry in particular, but you know, with the people who who mentor, um, I know I know uh, at the end of Barry's interview uh, Michelle came on and said, hey, uh, hold on, we want to take a picture. Uh, he is also as an engineer in the aeronautical... The photographer? The photographer. <laughs> so we've... And uh, he's his son is on Exploding Bacon, which is a first robotics competition team, but he was on the their Lego League team last season. So he was here last season in Lego League, and he's in first robotics mentor? competition. The, the son. Oh, the son. So the, the son was a, a Lego League student last year in in Exploding Bacon's Lego League and team graduated. and graduated That's into their awesome. into their full team uh, this season. And so he was asking about the program, but he he said that you know he's an engineer in the aeronautical uh, arena as well. Oh, wow. So I mean, you know, Exploding Bacon's got. <laughs> mentors that uh, work for uh, EA, the gaming company, and Lockheed Martin. Wow. And, like, you've got, you've got NASA, who's a direct sponsor. So you get some really interesting... It's a uh, wide range. And th that's the thing. It doesn't matter what team you're on. You end up with a wide range of mentors. Then you guys were on Team Duct Tape, and you had um, uh, Paul... Paul Markham, the wizard. Who, the right, wizard. Right 
<coughs> and then uh, you he know. ran a machine shop that he let us use and he was really cool about his mentoring he actually won an award as our mentor yes he did he did and the special thing about him is that he never told us what to make he we bring him ideas like we were uh we had a member who's really good at solo work so he'd bring his idea and paul would look at it and he would know whether it would work or not before we made it but he let us make it he provided the resources for yeah. our team for us to make it and so when we put we made it we put it together and it didn't work he's like yes this doesn't <laughs> work you're gonna have to change it and if it was like a too big of a mess he would be like okay this is a uh -huh. lot of work that's not gonna like let, bear let, any fruit let, let me help you now before we go down this down this path let's talk about what's wrong with this idea mm -hmm. and, yep. uh, and that's a real expert see if we can back around it before you go spend and a lot of time and resources yeah but he was really good about letting us make mistakes too and then being like okay we know you made this mistake you got some experience in a machine tool but think about trying think about what it is you're trying to do and then making it better or approaching it a different way like he never told us the answer he always helped us like nudged us in the right direction. I, I've been curious what his input was or was not on what turned out to be our relic launcher at Robot in a Weekend. Because oh. it's certainly not what we were trying to build. It's actually against the rules. I look but back. It's, but it's definitely what we ended up building. Yep. And I'm pretty sure if that thing had been right at the edge, that robot had been right at the edge of the field, I'm pretty sure we'd have dented the drywall in that room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really moving. It was actually against the rules to launch something, and that's what it was. So I'm like, I but went back, I'm like, oh, okay. But that's not what we were trying to build. No. We just wanted to put the thing out there. It just turned out that you overpowered. it was way too powerful <laughs> and uh, was more of a uh, cannon than anything. Yep. I, I would have I loved to have been there and heard what he may or may not have said to Ryder during the build <laughs> process on that to see if, if at any point he went, y you know that's not going to work, right? Or if he just let Ryder go down the path of, of building a cannon. I think he might have let him go down because I think we uh, all had a uh, lot of fun. <laughs> Indeed. It's, it's, I watched all of the videos from all of the teams <laughs> from Robot in the Weekend and for sure it is the highlight <laughs> of all of the videos is our 240 frames a second slow motion of that thing doing <coughs> lurching and, forward and even at 240 you look at it and you're like yeah I'm glad nobody was in the path of that because they'd have gotten <laughs> hurt oh, yeah. it snapped actually all going forward it actually broke and we're like we could do this one more time even it, if it's broken it didn't just break it ripped itself off the body. It was so powerful that it tried to escape the robot. That's why we nice. wear the little safety glasses. That's why glasses. we wear safety glasses. Indeed. Because <laughs> sometimes the team members are not as smart <laughs> in their design as yeah. they'd like to be. But um, I'm going to go ahead and take off. Okay. I will be back at some point so long as my throat does not end up killing me. Okay. Alrighty. Nice. So... Oh, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, Robot in a Weekend. That was interesting. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Oh, Robot in the Weekend. It was so much fun. You weren't there. I forgot. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion. We actually did it a week after. Yeah. It was in the middle of Irma and everything, and then that was my birthday, and it was very... Oh, nice. We have someone with us. What? Mary? Yeah. You guys have another special guest, but I just thought you'd like a bad pun joke. Oh, yes. Okay. It's hydrodynamic, so we're on a small little break, so I have quick time for a quick one. <laughs> when does it rain money? When? When there's a change in the weather. Okay, your next question. That is like Barry's how he survives uh, off corny jokes. I love him. I love him. Yep, he's amazing. He's great. All of the jokes. Yeah, I do too. He'll he'll text them too. By the way. Oh yeah. Oh Twitter. Yeah yeah. So he'll tweet them too. So prepare for that if you follow him. Just go back to that interview. Click on Twitter. Put in that handle. You'll see all the cool stuff that Barry posts because it's really, really interesting. It's all over the place. It's all about either space or robotics or sports or UCF. Okay, and we have our next interview here. Hi. 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 Can you please introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Steve Waterman, and I'm the coach of Deflying Ewoks. We're out of Ormond Beach, Florida. Okay. Wow. So tell us a little bit about your team. Uh, I have a really unique and interesting team. Uh, it's made up of fourth graders and fifth graders and sixth graders. Uh, so we actually have two different schools where the kids come from, which make, uh, makes practice a little difficult sometimes. Um, but I have two kids that are on their last year. The rest are all new kids, which is unique to our team. We have new kids every year. We never have veterans. It's always rookies every year, so it's starting from scratch every year. Um, first year we've had veterans, so they're very, very exciting. And how long have you been a mentor or a coach on this team? I'm sorry. I've been a coach for four years. Um, this team I have now to fly in Ewoks. This is our second trip here. Okay. All right. And how long has the team been around? Uh, four years. So four you years. were the original coach? I was the original coach, yes. And we've changed names a couple of times and changed formats and grades and things like oh, that. How so? Uh, well, originally all I had was a couple of fifth graders with me. Um, and as time rolled on, I started pulling in fourth graders, and this year, of course, first time ever sixth graders, that we'd have two veterans on the team also. Okay, that's pretty cool. And how do you think these kids are in the first program, or do they really enjoy it? Oh, beyond, beyond expectations. They love participating. Um, for instance, our middle school kids, they're in school longer every day. They all have dance, they have sports, everything at night, but no matter what, they come and practice almost every day. We practice on Saturdays. How often do you get kids to come on a Saturday to practice? Yeah, so their spirit and their excitement is overwhelming. Talking about spirit, we were actually talking about costumes earlier. Can you tell us a little bit about your costumes and your team's costume? Yeah, because we see a little something on this, your head. This is really, really cool. This is actually the closest we could get to an Ewok. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is our green Ewok costume. Um, you know, every year, actually, the kids change. This is what I like about our way our program runs new kids every year. They kind of decide what best represents them. And the little headdresses we have this year kind of represent the kind of excitement they have. We're a very chaotic team. They wanted something that represented chaos, and I think oh, these yes. hats do it justice, right? Nice. Yes. And you mentioned that you had your own children on the team. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about how the di di dynamic was from being on the team and being at home and how they felt about being on the team? Um, well, it's actually been pretty easy because my daughter is the only one who's been on the team, but she's also in my class as a student. So that dynamic of having your child as, you know, both a, a pupil and on the team has been, been pretty easy. The fun part is, you know, we travel home for practice, we get to talk about practice, get home, and we're still talking about practice. Um, so it's easy to turn it on and turn it off, but she loves doing it and loves having me there with her. So it works out nicely. And how old is she? She is 11. 
Yeah, wow. she'll be 12 in a couple weeks. I want to ask, what made you start a first Lego team? Because that's not just something no. you just do. That's a that's, that's a commitment. Well, that's actually a really good question because when I first started, I knew nothing about it. My next-door neighbor is a mentor for an FRC team. Oh. And he came to me one day and he said, have you ever heard of First Lego League? And I said, I know nothing about it. And he didn't know much either, but he was trying to, you know, form a little system where we live in Ormond, where I could work with the kids in elementary, then a middle school team, and then a high school team. Um, so he asked me to go ahead and start one. So we started one that year, and uh, that was four years ago, and this is where we are now. That is so cool. And you mentioned you've been to this championship twice now. This is your second time? This is actually the fourth time. The fourth time. You've been yeah. here four years in a row? We, yeah, our first year we made it. We made it every year since then. So we're just trying to get out of that uh, wow. the regional championship into the States. Yes. You guys must be really extraordinary. That's awesome. The kids are amazing. Yes, That's they're really amazing. Cool. Yes. So being here for the fourth time, do you have any students that have been here every single year? No, because every year they move on. I only okay. get the kids for one year. For one year, okay. This year is the first year where my daughter and one of the other kids from last year are our second-year team members. Okay. All yeah, right. so it's been fun having them because they can, you know, I can tell the kids what to expect when they get here, but it doesn't sound the same mm -hmm. unless it comes from one of their peers. And they're a mentor, sort they're of. Mentors they're mentors to the other ones, exactly. That is really yeah. cool. That is really yeah. cool. And I want to ask, like, do you see any changes in the kids when they start first to where they end the season? Oh, extraordinary changes, not just from the robotic side, because I think that's the easiest thing to teach, but the whole concept of core values guiding your life um, and using them outside of First Lego League and teamwork. Uh, it's always funny, we start the season, our teamwork is usually pretty horrendous because they just haven't had to do it before. Mm -hmm. And you, you kind of mold them and shape them, let them think about what they're doing, what does it mean to be on a team? And that's where I see the most growth is from where we start as a team, where we finish as a team. The robotics and the coding moves along too, but the teamwork is where the biggest growth takes place. And that's probably really important in like moving on to where going to careers because you're never going to work by yourself. You will always be working. Never. We always talk about that because no matter how hard you try, you're going to have kids that have internal conflict and it's good because then you can approach that and say, so how are we going to deal with this? What's our strategy? And moving forward, they get in middle school. They're doing projects with other kids all the time in high school. They've got those skills and strategies now from core values from First Lego League to deal with other issues in life. Exactly. And going back to today's challenge, uh, I want to ask you about some kind of challenges that your team has faced today or this year in general. Okay. Um, probably the single biggest challenge has been the scheduling of the kids. Again, because we're two separate schools, we let out at two different times, uh -huh. trying to get all the kids together at the same time. In addition to the fact that they're very multi-talented, we've got three kids in dance, we've got gymnastics, we've got ballet, we've got soccer, baseball, basketball. Well-rounded students. They're juggling a million things at once. So the dedication they give to this, to me, is just extraordinary. Okay. That's the biggest challenge we face. And what about their challenges today? Challenges today, just again, being their first time ever being here, you know, this is very overwhelming because the, 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 the qualifiers are nowhere near as big and grandiose as this. So just trying to take everything in and stay focused, you know, and I want them to have fun and stay focused, which is very hard to do. So. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And I want to ask, so what do you think about the future of this team? Do you think you'll continue on with being a coach? I personally will continue on. I love this. Um, it's a great way to work with the kids and, and to build confidence in them. Um, we'll keep turning kids over. I'll try to keep a few veterans every year. Mm -hmm. But the fun part for me is taking those kids who never, ever have done this before and moving them forward. Yeah, so I like, exactly. you know, there's some teams that have kids there for several years. 
We don't, and that's okay. I like the format, and I like where I am with it. So why do you volunteer, and what inspired you to volunteer? Uh, well, I've been a teacher for 25 years, so working with kids. What do you teach? I teach fifth grade okay. currently, yes. Um, and so, you know, working with the kids inspires me every single day. Um, the fact that we can take a lot of the skills I teach in class, math, science, language arts, everything folds into First Lego League. Um, the fact that kids get so excited about these days school is so focused on assessments and, and what's going on academically. The fact that they can take something that incorporates the academics and the challenges of FLL to me is very important in life. And so there has to be something outside of that normal school day that excites the kids and this is it. Yeah. And in these last four years, what's your favorite memory about being a volunteer? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. um, favorite memory of being a volunteer. Honestly, I think the very first year we did this and I had such a green team and I was a green coach mm -hmm. to make the regionals that year and to see the kids and their excitement, uh, just, that was probably my favorite moment. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Thank you so much for talking with us, and I hope your team has good luck with the rest of the competition. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate it. And can you give your team a little shout-out? All right. Go to Flying Eendwalks. You've got this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for speaking with us today. Thank you, too. I That's love cool. that. The head. The head. I want one. The costumes. I love the costumes. I want to be the Flying Ewok. The, the Flying Ewok. Is it D-A, Flying Ewok? I don't think it's, but I, I kind of, like, <laughs> maybe it's the, I don't know. Maybe I'm just dyslexic. It's still pretty cool though. <laughs> it's really cool. And I'm, and I love that he wants to continue on. He like, he said his daughter's in it, but he's still going to coach afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And we have our next interview here. Hi. Hello. Can you please introduce yourself for us? Uh, I'm Austin Kratz. Uh, this, this year, like 2017 through 2018, I was in a, the team 11619 for FTC, Rest in Pieces. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're an alumni? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the year before that, we we didn't really, like, compete, but uh, we, we did we, – we went through all the challenges. Like, we, we would set up the mats that are out there and go through all the robotics and everything and, like, complete all the challenges that were for that year. And then back in sixth grade and seventh grade – I did the same thing. We didn't really like go anywhere, but uh, we did all the challenges. But that was first Lego League. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah, we we my team in specific didn't make it, but someone from our school made it to state. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then uh, this year, this coming year, uh, which will be my senior year in high school, okay. we plan on going to nationals. All right. So we already started. So you're a, up a junior team. right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Aside from that, I don't really have anything else for so, FTC. Or so today, you're a volunteer, Yeah. correct? So what made you be a volunteer? Why are you a volunteer? Well, at first it was just for the hours, but I started talking with my teacher, and he said, um, he, he told me a story. He was, he was here until 4 a.m. one day, and he had to wake up at 6 for the next day. So he drove all the way home, and it's like 30 minutes, got okay. an hour and a half of sleep, and drove all the way back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, I can't just let him. Like, I only planned to be here for two days, but I came here back for the third day because I helped with all the setup for the everything here. And, yeah, the reason I came back, I was like, there's too much for him to do by himself. So I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll go because... Him showing how dedicated he was made me want to come back. Okay. So, 
So would you say that's your inspiration yeah, for yeah, being a volunteer? Definitely, definitely. Is the passion behind yeah, this? Um, seeing how dedicated he was and everything to this made me want to help him. Even though I had, I was, I was gonna do other stuff, but I wanted to help him out because he's probably been the best teacher I've ever had. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So you're saying that your teacher volunteers here too? Was he like a mentor for your team? He, he was a coach. Uh, for which team? All of them. All of oh, them. Oh wow. Okay. He, uh, he helped out every single team, but um. Well, at least at our school. So, and, um, and what school is this? McKeel Academy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Schwein, he, um, he he definitely helped push our team forward. When uh, Not that we had too many problems, but if we had any, we could go to him, like, that we couldn't solve ourselves. And then um, throughout the year, even especially last year, we were doing some coding work, and we were, me and my buddy were failing his class. But uh, because we, uh, because of how awesome he is, we, after school ended, we still were able to turn work in and pass the class. Oh, nice. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So what does he teach? Robotics. He teaches robotics? Yeah. Okay. Um, it used to be called robotics, but they call it create now. Because like, they're putting computer science and all this, the basic stuff in, so yeah. They're changing it. Did you learn a lot from this class? Yeah, I did. Even though I, I wasn't really too interested at first. It was just a class, but now I'm fairly invested into it. So I'm definitely taking it next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I considered because I'm going to be going not to this Polk State, but another one. Uh, the one in Lakeland. Yes. So I'll be going to that. Uh, I'm, I plan on helping him out whenever he does this again next year, or in two years, after, even after I graduate. Just. There was only like five volunteers helping set up the entire everything here. So. Oh, wow. So I don't know if you know this, but for as long as like the show has been going on, the saying is once you're in first, you're always in yeah. first. I have been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Bonazak has been doing it for much longer. I don't think that you'll be able to leave. <laughs> no. Just to warn you. Is this your first time volunteering or have you been volunteering for how um, long? We would go to events. But I would still help, help out with like, while while the team would go compete, I would watch everyone's stuff and like clean up uh, all the like the pit and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess that's volunteering. But we also had to go. But I wanted to go to more. I just couldn't. I didn't have a ride and I can't drive it. So yeah, yeah. So uh, as for official volunteering, this is your first year. Yeah. Okay. And how do you like it? It's pretty good. Um, it's definitely a lot of work, but that's what I signed up for so do you have a favorite memory from volunteering um yeah probably probably setting up the curtains the curtains yeah tell because, us about that uh, we we got them in and we started opening them and there were supposed to be like 128 of them okay. and we were supposed to put seven seven on each but there's only six on each and then at the ends there's only five on each like the very last two because there wasn't enough there wasn't enough there was only 48 there was supposed to be like a hundred and something oh wow and they weren't supposed to be that clear um jt was really mad oh man yeah yes so that was uh that was really funny we've had a competition before where we had to ask one of our machinists who were a volunteer to make parts at their shop the day before competition oh. <laughs> because there were pieces missing. Fantastic. So it's, there's a lot of uh, on point, like you've got to 
yeah. work, use what you're Improvise. given. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But I'm very glad that you're volunteering. And what do you think about the kids here uh, competing? What is your impression of them? Competitive yet respectful. Because, okay. uh, yeah, they, they want to, like, do their best and improve, but they still share everything they have to, like, with the other one, like, with uh, the other teams and everything. So, yeah, like, even though they are trying to win, they can still give advice and help out with the other teams. So. And being a junior, I'm curious, has FIRST inspired you to do anything else with your future, or...? It's going to sound kind of childish, but... um. I, I, ever since I was little, I, maybe it was because of the movies I would watch or the things that I would see and do, um, I've always had this idea that there was some need to fix the world. Like, um, Tomorrowland addressed a bunch of the problems and how we glorify them rather than actually fix anything. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs, as he said, put a dent in the universe, changed the way that things were done from the logic boards to actually being able to see what you're working on in the monitor. So with this, seeing it six, no, not six-year-olds. Some of them Nine to young. 14. Yeah. Seeing nine-year-olds doing better than I was doing in robotics one three years ago, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. And what do you want to do with uh, after high school? Uh, well, I'm an artist and uh, uh, like all mediums like digitally uh traditional and everything um i want to try to incorporate robotics into art somehow and be able to fix stuff that way because i I don't know i feel like the world is losing its artistic value like all of it's going i mean robotics is amazing but too much of it is going towards technology so we even though yes we need to advance we still can't lose focus of what of so, what was. So you want to merge these yeah. two ideas into we, one great thing. That way we don't forget, but we can still move forward. That's awesome. And I'll tell you that robotics will lead to lead you down paths that you don't even know existed. We had Barry Bonizak here before and he's a and he has a background in business, not robotics. But yet he still was able to live his dream and get to work with NASA and real sciences. But he doesn't have to do the engineering part. Right. He found a way to where he can use his skills to help the world, you know, help space exploration, which is pretty cool when you think about it. That first doesn't just mean that you have to do engineering. And at the same time, he, he's inspiring kids to pursue more, and it's great. It's great. I think that's oh, awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today. <laughs> have a good rest of your day. You too. That's pretty cool. Artists. I actually met a girl once who her, she's like, I'm not an engineer. I actually want to go into, um, it's uh, the movie makeup. She actually wanted to do special effects makeup. What? And she's like, and she joined the first robotics because they do a lot of, uh, like all the costumes and stuff. And they actually, that team actually had a lot of cool costumes. So it was pretty interesting. You're like, you never thought that someone with that kind of uh, interest would be on a robotics team, but you can. In first, you can. It's because there's so many aspects in just first. It's not just robotics. It's not just robots. Nope. It's everything. Artistic value. It's 
communication, it's business, it's social media. It is. It's oh my goodness. It's all about just really branching out, knowing what you want to do, find your passion. Like Barry Bonzak said earlier, it's really just a medium to help you. It's a stepping stone to help you get to that next step. And it's a networking. It's all about networking. It's all once as soon as you get into like you start looking for jobs, uh, the word you're gonna hear the most is networking. Mm-hmm. And honestly, volunteering for first is that yeah. the people you meet are amazing here. Like I've heard the saying like if you want to be interesting, uh, if you want to meet interesting people, you need to be interesting. Well, if you want to meet amazing people, you need to be involved in something amazing, and that's first. And notice that some of these students have said that they find it really easy now to just walk up to a team and talk to them. Yeah. A stranger team, stranger um, students, students they've never met before, they can just go up and have a conversation with them about the robot, about them. You know how hard you can that make is for friends. a lot of people? You can make friends so easily through just this program. And that's why we are really like hitting the nail on coming to some of these events, finding out more about it. If you are a student or you have a student that you know that's really interested in any of these topics, because there are so many things that you can go into. It is. And I'll tell you one thing. That is a conversation starter at school. I will wear, I have first stickers. I have first pins. I wear first shirts I get from competitions at school and I'll get people being like first and I'm like yes and it's crazy I've uh, sometimes you don't even know that they were involved in first till you start talking and then I was on a part of a robotics team and we we're trying to make a robot and then I was talking about a motor and someone else would be like yeah these motors and they're like what was the website oh yeah um Markham something I forget the website now but we were both there and then we're like wait you know about these motors that we use in first tech robotics are you from first are you from first and then we'd be like yeah, yeah so was I what and then we're like we knew each other's teams and we're just like how does this how did we not know that you, we were both on first robotics it's crazy and, and then there's like kids from other states who came to the yeah. USF and you're just like what and what about your school my your school, school is a really small school there's a good amount of students in our robotics program. Some of them, a portion of them are from FIRST. And they are, like, they're continuing on. We also do robot in a weekend, like we mentioned earlier. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that FIRST is such, and you, you can obviously see our passion for FIRST because it really drove us to where we are today. I mean, I would not be sitting in this chair talking to you on camera about, like, any of this stuff. Because this is not what I wanted to do before I even thought of first. And I wouldn't have been studying computer science at my school if it wasn't for first. And if it wasn't for my mentors that I met through first, which is like Scott, Scott and Mark. And, and Terry. Yes, definitely I Terry. And I will say the dedication you see from first volunteers. I volunteered at the first tech challenge state championship, which was three and a half hours away from my home. <laughs> and so you had to leave the day before and I had an exam that day so oh as soon goodness. as I was done with my exam I was on the road heading to competition and that was everyone there a lot of people I didn't get there till like nine o'clock at night so I didn't volunteer the day before but I got there early on the day of the competition but for um, 
the day before and a lot of people had gotten there at like 11 o'clock in the morning so like p kids took a day off from school people took were taking days off of work to help put this competition together and it's just that kind of dedication that inspires you like wow this is yeah. what you're willing to go yeah. through a lot of ki people were from tampa too so yeah it was like a lot of people did mm -hmm. like three hour yeah. drives to this competition and you're like you don't you're not getting paid yeah you're you're spending money like to get a room and food for yeah. you and but you're doing this all so you can help yeah. first and we're not just spokespeople we're not no. just talking about this on camera we're not just alumni we're also volunteers so it's all about the volunteers too yes yeah. indeed hi, hi welcome again. back thanks <laughs> we ended up with a little bit of a gap again so I yeah it comes yep. down it happens it happens it's okay because competitions are happening behind us. It's and crazy. sometimes uh, the time that you thought you'd be available, uh, yeah. you're not. And there's also callbacks. I mean, we mentioned right. the judging earlier. They they have their dedicated judge time, but then you can also get called back at any moment. So right. I know that a lot of uh, people mentioned that earlier. Yeah. yeah. That they didn't know when they would be available. Sure. So. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it is. So going well so far it seems it really is i'm yeah. having a good time it's been a good show it's been we've a really had, good show we've had some uh some great guests that, yeah yeah that we really one. love talking to these kids and that talking to the mentors and talking great that one coach wow he was he was so in love with first yeah he was the, steve. yeah steve yeah. yeah i uh i talked to him after you guys did your interview uh to make sure i had his name uh, spelled correctly. Will this help? Does that make you feel better? <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, just from the, the brief interaction that I had with him, it was very clear that he's very into this program. I thought that was so awesome. It was so awesome. I wish I could have gotten one of his students on as well. Um, and I think it's really cool. I mean, I know that most of his students have only been on the team one year. Mm-hmm. So it gives someone else an opportunity to go on next year, and then they also might continue on to the next thing. Yeah. 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 He was he was talking about that they've always got new students on the team. Yeah. This and is their first year of having two students since it's their second year. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they were teaching the new students a little bit about it, and I'm like, yeah, that's and really cool. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like a lot of first teams, though. Like, especially those old numbers. Like, I met a team with only three digits. That's amazing. Three digits in their number. And they're like, yeah, we're all new. They were completely rookies. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, uh, especially especially now when there's overlap in the, the program eligibility grades, uh, you can't necessarily guarantee that you've got a whole lot of carryover from season to season because, you know, maybe maybe you're your previous season was all seventh graders and well now they've all gone on to a first tech challenge team because you can do that at eighth grade or you could stay on the lego league team at eighth grade maybe they made the decision to go over to a first tech challenge team and so you've got to bring in new people and so just because it's team 390 doesn't mean that that they've got that continuous knowledge yeah. thing that we often have in a program like First Tech Challenge and definitely have in the first robotics competition because you never you never have somebody leave 
a first robotics competition yeah. team to go off to first tech challenge or something. You know, yeah. you don't you don't really see that there's happen. The, yeah. um, so there's a lot of accumulated knowledge in the low number we were actually teams. we were actually talking to a couple students earlier um, from first Lego League mm -hmm. about um, the other the next steps sure like first tech challenge and first robotics competition and so no, you'd be surprised on how many didn't really know too much about it really mm -hmm. some of them were they've seen, seen they've seen pictures online or they saw the big robot and they're like whoa that's too much but not many of them have heard like about we were, it and like knew we were, that they could. Like we were talking about, it can be intimidating to go from something this size, even to something this size. But something this size then, to something that size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So that's important information for us to know. Yes. And it's important information for uh, probably JT to know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. I remember, uh, I didn't know much. I did my first uh, F uh, road the first robotics competition in Orlando, I got there and one of the robots, um, which was actually kind of a sister team to Team Duct Tape, their robot had like a sledgehammer on it. Uh -huh. And the challenge was to get a, like a ball through the hoop and they swung a hammer to get it out. And it was kind of scary looking at that. You're just like, that might actually hurt someone. Oh my goodness. Like, they were telling they, us that other teams were scared of their robot. They weren't allowed to bring that that robot to an event that we held at a Hillsborough County Library. <laughs> Even though that it was built in a Pasco County Library, <laughs> Hillsborough went, no, thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can bring the team. You can bring your first season robot if you'd like to. But you're not bringing that one in the library. That one's scary. Yep. <laughs> so... Yes, even Hillsborough County was afraid <laughs> of it, for for good reason. Oh it was, yes, it was a giant hammer on a pneumatic arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a crazy idea. If you if you haven't been following this show for a, an extended period of time, we were talking about the Edgar Allan Holmes, a team that uh, that we have been we have interviewed them almost every season since they f were founded. Yep. At the Orlando Regional. We did their first, second, and fourth. And I think this will be their fifth season. And we should try and get them on the show in a couple of weeks. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a crazy piece of equipment. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the first year, they see, that's the problem that I always come across. I say that, and it doesn't sound right. <laughs> their initial year. <laughs> their rookie year. Their first, first <laughs> their year. First their first year as a first team. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of... Uh, they, uh, they, their, their machine was almost entirely out of uh, like wood and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it was a very like, almost steampunky looking thing because, you know, because it was, wasn't quite what everybody else's was. It totally didn't match the aesthetic, which was cool. Yeah. Yep. They were a rookie team. They were being mentored by somebody who hadn't been in first robotics competition they had been on F your team team duct tape <coughs> and so <laughs> you know it was a it was a learning experience for everybody yep and so the second year they're like all right we're not rookies anymore let's <laughs> do this and so they went to the other extreme and put a pneumatic arm with a hammer yeah yep so speaking of first robotics competition yes we've got an event coming up yes we do we have the orlando regional which is an event that we have been uh, attending for 
at least the last five years, including this this one. It is the 20th anniversary Ooh, exciting. of the Orlando Regional, which, if I'm not mistaken, might be the longest continuously running uh, regional event in first robotics competition. Ever? Wow. Well, it's... It's only like in the same place. It's only like four years younger than the organization itself. Oh, <laughs> so wow. and the only reason that it didn't exist before is because what we called the national championships and then the international championships, which is now called the world championships, uh, were held in Orlando. So it was a little strange, essentially, for our area to host two events within a couple of weeks of each other because they're a big undertaking. So rather than having a regional here, we had our South Florida regional and the Atlanta regional, and then uh, the championships were in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So after that moved out of Orlando, the Orlando regional was created, and this will be their 20th anniversary, and I'm and pretty we're excited be about there. that. We will absolutely be there doing the <laughs> same thing you're watching right now. But with, um, with, with some other people. <laughs> with some bigger machines. Some bigger machines. Um, with... But a very similar view. Yep. We'll, we'll have the field behind us. It's going to be huge. Very similar um. setup. Yeah, it's it's at the uh, CFE Arena at the University of Central Florida. It is in a couple of weeks. I do not remember the exact Mar- date. March, March 8th. 8th. 8th is what we're being told. Um, so just a couple of weeks. What, three weeks? Yeah. Yep. It's um, during my spring break. Excellent. And then... Um, We've actually got a lot of events coming up across all of our shows because uh, obviously we're doing this now and then we've got first looks again at the Orlando Regional and then after that we have, um, yeah, uh, Gulf Coast Maker and Comic Con. We have merged two of our previous events uh, that we used to cover into a single one. It used to be Gulf Coast Maker Con and Pinellas Comic and Maker Con. It is now Gulf Coast Maker and Comic Con. Um, it'll be held at um, Pinellas Comic and Maker Con's uh, former home at the uh, uh, Seminole Campus of St. Pete College. And that's later March. Yes. And then, like two days later, yeah. we have an event at, um, the, at Amelie Arena which is also an event being hosted by Terry Willingham. Um, And it is, we will be running a show at the STEM Pavilion, it's perfectly okay, uh, at the STEM Pavilion uh, at Synapse, the Innovation Innovation Summit. Yes. The Tampa Innovation Summit. Um, Terry Willingham and um, the Eureka Factory are in charge of the STEM Pavilion, which if you've ever seen Emily Arena, if you've ever watched a lightning game, there's a big like outdoor covered bar, which is where the, um, it's like a VIP bar. That is where the STEM Pavilion will be. Whoa. Um, so we will have that entire space. Wow. And, and what will that consist of? The STEM Pavilion will consist of some of the teams that you're seeing behind us. Um, some first tech challenge teams, some first robotics competition teams. The Edgar Allan Ohms will likely be there. Team Duct Tape will likely be there. Uh, one or two LEGO League teams will uh, be there as well. Um, and then um, a couple of the organizations that we work with, um, including the, the AMROC, which 
I don't is the uh, robotics and uh, manufacturing center that we are working on building here in the Tampa area will be featured as well, and a number of other partners, including ourselves. Um, basically, all of the things that you get if you partner with the Eureka Factory, all of the benefits that you get, including our show, will all be on display at the STEM Pavilion, and then more on top of it. Do you know how they pick the teams to go to this event? It's Terry Willingham. She just... She, she, con <laughs> she contacts who she thinks will... Uh, will be in, be local to whatever the event is. She treats it just like she did when she was the regional director. Whoever's close, whoever's available, that yep. she knows will be good at the outreach thing and who needs outreach hours okay. is usually who And she we're doing a live show for that too? Yes, we are. So we will be... This is on our parent yes, channel. This will be, um, if you've... Well, you've made it to, to firstlooks.tv and you'll notice that the domain changed up at the top. If you click on the menu and go to shows, uh, you'll see all of our content there. This will be part of the special events feed, just like CES and a number of other things. And Gulf Coast Maker and Comic-Con. Gotta get used to that. It's hard to flip those words. Without and, saying Pinellas? Uh-huh. Because it's backwards from Pinellas, but it's right for Gulf Coast. Oh, there's words at the end. So it's all messed up in my head. <clears throat> um, so those will both be part of the special events. And then, let's see, after, after that, so that's March. We've got three big events in March. And then at the end of April, we've got Collision. Collision. In uh, New Orleans, which is one of, our, one of our big shows where we'll be doing another live show. That's April into May. April 30th through May 3rd. It is the longest collision ever. It is four days this year. It was three last year. It was two the first year we covered it. Um, it is the fastest growing tech event. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is the fastest growing tech event in North America, um, which is pretty exciting. And we um, already have some contacts that are excited to see us. Yes. Yes, indeed. From um, last year. It's a great event. It's a lot of fun. It, it really is. Um, it's it's a lot like if you watch our CES content. Uh, it's a lot like Eureka Park, um, and very similar to the live show that we did at CES this year in Eureka Park. Um, except what's behind us is the show instead of a wall. And it's fun. <laughs> That's fun. cool. So it'll be very similar. The big difference is that uh, the companies only get the booth for a day. They yeah. don't get the booth for the, for the full conference time. And they don't call them a booth. They call them a stall. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not a booth. That would be such a misnomer. Honestly, it's wide enough. And the reason I know this, because of how they designed the stalls in 2015 when we went, they're just wide enough to have a 27-inch monitor built into the base of the stall. Whoa. And it's two feet deep. Yeah. About two feet deep. It's not designed to be table. stood behind. It's, everybody's out in front of it. Okay. Because it's all about talking to people. So we're... All networking. Yeah, it's all about networking. That's serious the, planning. And they're all startups. Yeah. So, yeah. The companies who are exhibiting are, are classified into a couple of categories. There's... Um, there's the startup alphas and betas. The alphas have raised 
less than 500,000, and the betas have raised less than 2 million. Alphas can't have launched a product. Betas can't have more than a certain amount of recurring revenue, or you can't exhibit at all. Wow. So it is, it's very strict, and it's a lot of fun. And then these, these um, companies can go and talk to investors at the same event. Yes. That's really what the event is about, is either finding partnerships with other companies or finding investors, which I think is a really cool idea. Uh, there's a couple of events similar in structure to Collision in the US, but none of them are Collision. Like yeah. um, TechCrunch has a thing that they call Disrupt, which is the same general structure, but it's not the same event. The, the thing that makes that makes Collision what it is is it's run by the same company that puts on Web Summit, which is the largest tech event in Europe. Oh, I think really? that you can actually compare Collision to this. But I it's for on entrepreneurs, and they go into a judging, which yes. is investors. Sure. So this can actually really benefit something like and, that. And they have to have all of the information that they need to to get across in a very small display. If if you guys could see the pits, obviously the field is what's behind us. The pits are on the other side of that um, semi-see-through uh, curtain behind us. Uh, if you could see the pits, they have just a traditional like elementary school board. Yeah, um, science, fair. science fair board that they have to express, visually express enough information to stop somebody. So it's, it's very much like Collision. You have a very limited amount of space to get catching information across that you can point at while you're talking to the person you're talking to, which could be a partner or an Definitely. investor. It's, it's very similar. So this could literally, in addition to teaching all of the, the STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics stuff, it also has um, a bit of of the the entrepreneur pitch process <laughs> built into it too. That's, yeah. yeah, I hadn't considered yeah. that. That's really cool. And you haven't been to this event yet. I haven't no. been to Collision, but, but I actually I have. You, yeah, you guys have talked about it a lot. But I understand when you said from the pits, because yeah, uh, I went through the pits and I know I, there's like LEDs. People have a that's running their name across the screen, or they have 3D printed parts in front of them but all in a very condensed Small. space. They have one table, that's yeah. what they have. And and it's really, like your display is really kind of, for most teams, the end of the table. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the end of a, a, a two by eight table. So you've really kind of just got that same two foot space to get your point across. Yeah, so. and I have stopped to look at through some 3D printed parts that people have done. They're, they have, um, I didn't know what it was, but I saw a jar and I saw a lighter in it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't get to see it because no one was there. Aww. But I might go back. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so we've got a lot of events coming up. And that's in the next couple months. Yes. Like, that's just a little preview of that's, that's what we've got going on in just, just a little bit. just in, like, bit. the next eight months, eight weeks. Yeah. And it's been nonstop since the season started because I can say I've volunteered like every other week yep. uh, before January for first and it would have been more but a lot of competitions uh, in the Pinellas and uh, Tampa area overlapped 
So usually it would be every weekend there's a competition, but this time it was just like every other weekend. And it was both. Yep, at the yeah. same time. So a lot of uh, you had to pick and choose which one you would go to. But yeah. it's a, like almost every weekend has been busy. And volunteers invest a lot of time into yeah. these. I know that uh, we've talked to like Barry and he before and Barry's like, <laughs> I put in this many hours in the last month, this many hours in the last year, this many hours. Like that's, it's a real big commitment, and it's for people that are really passionate about robotics. <laughs> Barry, we uh, we did a count at the state championship for First Tech Challenge last season. Okay. Uh, which, which was just like the first weekend in February or something like it was now and by by then he had done some 70 something hours of first volunteering <laughs> so wow. so basically two full work weeks of volunteering for first and it was only like the fifth week of the year so that's crazy thank and you now Scott is live again and yes now I'm no I am here alone. I am here officially um, obviously I've done a half hour in the last two hours, but that's okay. I'm here officially. Hello. Hello. For those of you, I guess I haven't actually introduced myself. You're right. Yet this show, so I'm Scott. Um, and I'm digging out. <laughs> indeed, indeed, you are. Um, first robotics competition uh, alumni from way back in the '90s, which is why earlier I was able to give the history of the Orlando Regional because I remember before it existed. Anyway. Uh, our next guest is here. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Go ahead and introduce yourself for me. Hi, my name is Megan from Hydro Kittens Volume 2. Okay. So what do you do on Hydro Kittens Volume 2? Um, well, we do all the aspects of FLL, such as we do robots, we build them, we program them. We also work on skit and project all the time to make sure it, we, it works and we all can do everything well. And then we also work on core values by using it in our everyday lives and making sure we are being respectful, responsible, and working hard whenever we can. Okay. And what's your favorite thing to do on this team? My favorite thing to do on this team is probably program. Program. And okay. build props. I find those two things a lot of like fun. Like your little ears. Yeah. These Did you are, make them? Yeah. Um, our whole team made them. And we all got to pick our colors and stuff. Oh, oh cool. Okay, so so I now that I'm paying attention, I see that Everyone everybody's has. got a different color. Yeah. That's fantastic. Is that your yeah. favorite color? or? Um, it's one of them, definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's awesome. All right, so tell me a little about programming in this competition. Okay, so we have EV3 blocks that connect to our EV3 brick that we will use the motors that are connected to it to program what the missions. So... Um, I love the competition. It's such a great spirit here. Everyone's always really nice and kind to everyone. And it's just a lot of fun, and I enjoy doing it. How long have you been on your team? I've only been here for one year. This is my first year. Okay. This is your first year. She's so passionate about I it. I love this. My brother, he was he, he was on FLL three years, and his whole middle school, this is my sixth grade. He's in ninth grade now. Okay. And... So, so you knew about... Lego League coming into it. You yes. had already seen it because of your brother. Yeah. Okay. I've been to some of the competitions and stuff. Okay. So I've only been actually a part of it for one year, but I've known about it for about sure. four-ish okay. now. Okay. 
All right. So is that what inspired you to join the team? Was your brother? Yeah, he was kind of like, Megan, you should join. And I was like, because I'm not always, in, I'm not very, I'm not an engineering type person. Okay. But he was like, Megan, you should join. And I was like, um, I mean, and he was like, I'm going to put it down <laughs> on your paper. And I was like, I guess I have to now. So I filled out the form. I turned it in. And I wasn't expecting a lot from it. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I do, but I do love it a lot, actually. It's very so I'm clear. definitely going to join back. Good. And did you learn about programming from this? Or yeah, I actually learned about programming because I wasn't, I didn't know everything and neither did my coach. So my team helped us go along. Okay. Our coach knew some things and could give us a few videos to watch to help us program. But my team really helped me and I love my team. Like, they're great. And they really have guided me through, so now I can program pretty well. I think that's really cool. What do you go, what do you program with? Um, we program with the computer with the EV3 software. Okay. And there are little bricks that we use to program, so it's not like typing right. out code because this is beginner. I'm pretty sure we get to that in FTC or FRC. I yeah. Yes. In, in First Tech Challenge, they used to use the Mindstorm, yeah. just like you guys do. But they've actually changed to Android phones in the last yeah. couple of years, which is an interesting. Yeah, not very interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so the programming works very similar to the way the ma the machine itself works, right? It just it yeah. kind of snaps together, right? Yeah, because you can just connect the blocks and you can connect the motors, and you can have two motors, you can have three motors, and four is the max. Right. But the motors can all be doing different things. One motor could be steering you, while the other motor is making your attachment knock something over or sure. something. So I know that this year is your first year at this competition. Yeah. How about your team? Has your team been here before? Um, I'm not sure if they've all been to regionals, but I'm the, I think I'm the only one who's only been doing it for one year. I think okay. everyone else has been doing it for at least two years. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of, you could say, the beginner. But um, on our main team, there are seven people. There are three girls and four boys, which is usually more balanced. But four of us are sixth graders. So I'm stuck with three sixth grade boys, and we okay. usually will work together sometimes, and then the older kids will work together, and then we'll combine stuff, sure. and we'll do random stuff. But yeah, usually um, if the older kids have to get something done that we don't know how to do, they'll try and show us it, and okay. we'll go practice something else. And how do you like this competition, being your first time here? Well, I'm really happy that I got to regionals on my first year. Yeah. So Congratulations. I'm really happy about that, yeah. And then um, I love the competition. I love what we do in it. I just, I love that the tables are, like, fun to use. And <laughs> I love going up there and, like, running our programs for everyone to see and being like, yeah, we did this. Like, I love feeling that satisfaction of, like, wow, that program worked. Or the, aw, yeah. that program didn't work. I love that feeling, even though sometimes it might not always work. It's always fun when it does. Yeah, and and it can be it can be interesting even when it doesn't work the way you uh -huh. want. It can still be. Yeah. Th there's still a sense of accomplishment because it did something. Yeah. It, it may did not something. have been the thing that you intended it to do. And then you can always <laughs> fix what sure. you want it to do. Like Absolutely. So what kind of challenges have you faced today? Um, we faced a lot of challenges, such as like a lot of times at the table there are lines, so like we want to get stuff done and like fix stuff, and. Um, but the nice thing is we've had like an hour in between each of our robot runs. So we've been okay. able to like fix up anything that needed to be fixed up. And other than that, it's been a lot of fun. And how do you fix those? Um, we usually go back to the program at our station and we will like re 
do that part that messed up. And sometimes it might take a few tries to fix it because you have to try. Like um, our teacher always says to, to program one thing, try it, program it again, try it, because you're never going to get it accurate, like just doing everything at once. So you always want to make like a rough draft. This is what my team does. We make a rough draft, then we will add details to the rough draft to make sure it works. And that is just uh, like real life. I was going to say that we are both software engineers yes. ourselves. So we code <coughs> and so in our everyday lives. Wow. And so I can tell you that's exactly what we do, too. Mm -hmm. You go and you build your structure first and mm -hmm. then fill in the details yeah. after yeah. you think you've got your process together. Yeah. And, so then, and then absolutely. we have the same challenges where yeah. sometimes it won't work or sometimes yeah. you have to go back and then sometimes it's frustrating. Yep. So that's really cool that you're experiencing this so early. Yeah. Thinking about that, it kind of reminds me of a metaphor for life. <laughs> you lay out your platform and you add details as you go. <laughs> oh, my God. This Fair is enough. great. I love this. Fair enough. I'm I'm glad that this is where I'm starting for the today. This is this is a good interview. A, a good starting point. <laughs> so, in addition to the actual robot, you guys also have a research project involved, right? Yes, that's our project. So tell us about that. So for our project, we decided that dishwashers use up too much water. An average dishwasher used up to like six to seven gallons of water per load, and an average I think it was four family of four. 50% um, of them will use their dishwashers about five times a week, and that's um, a lot. I'm yeah. not going to do the math in my head right now. I'm pretty sure we have it on chart somewhere. Not really sure exactly Seems where. likely. But so our solution was pretty much this thing called the air washer. So pretty much it uses um, fanned air to clean the dishes, and it has we have 16 Mr. Spray heads to make sure your rinsing process is ampl amplified. Okay. Yeah, that's the word. And we use liquid soap, um, as you usually would, but the suggested is a thinner one, so it can really lather the dishes. Okay. Then, after it's lathering the dishes with the fanned air, the, um, uh, what's it called? The, um, I said it earlier, I forget. But the, the, but the water will come out oh. of the um, stuff, and it'll rinse off the dishes. Okay. And then at the very end, Oh, the mister? The mister spray heads, yes will clean the dishes and then at the very end there's an 180 degree Fahrenheit steaming process to make sure your dishes are disinfected. Wow. Well, so there are a lot more details involved but I'm not going to explain to you our sure. whole But it's project. awesome. Yeah. Sure. So so where did where did that solution come from? So we started off doing a lot of research at the beginning of the year because before we got our challenges and stuff the school year started before we got our mm -hmm. challenges but we knew like the theme and stuff. So we yeah. started brainstorming ideas. We had many ideas such as like um, cleaning pipes, I'm pretty sure that was okay. one. Or not cleaning, like using pipes as a water and getting okay. like electricity from it. Oh. And But we realized that was really expensive, so we decided not to do that one. And the air washer consists of a di basic dishwasher mine it's four parts. I'm not sure exactly what those parts are, okay. but I know it's four parts. And it'll, and it will cost like about 350 to manufacture and if we were to sell them we would probably sell them for about 450 dollars okay wow that is so cool so you you mentioned that ahead of time you knew what the theme was yes so we know what next year's theme is yes we know that it's space related yes if are you going to be on the team next year um yes we don't <laughs> keep the same <laughs> yes. team every year because um sometimes eighth graders will have to go because we are a sure. school team 
So at the beginning of the year, um, our teacher lists out a chart with everyone's name on it. And, like okay. you pick the name number or something, and she puts the teams together based on that. And okay. we can also like request a certain people together or something. And she's really good at doing that. Miss Pereira and Mr. Bruin, they're really good at th doing that. And then we'll get like assigned a teacher, you could say, for like the competition. And they're both in there to help usually. So. Okay. So you being on the team next year and knowing about this. And knowing what the theme is. Yeah. If you had the opportunity to ask, say, an astronaut or uh, an aeronautical engineer a question about space travel. Human space, human space travel. Exploration. What would you, what would you ask, and ask it to that camera right there? Um, Any question about human space exploration? Do you think we'll ever be able to make it to like Mars with the technology we have now, or will we have to like improve our technology a lot before we'll ever be able to do that? That is a great question. It's a very good I question. I want the answer to yeah, that. Definitely. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, because I know Mars is a big thing right now. There's Indeed like a mission to Mars. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's there's a couple of planned missions to Mars. And uh, it's a little bit the reason why we asked the question. We're, we're going to see if uh, some of the engineers at, uh, at Lockheed will answer these questions for us. So Ooh. isn't that pretty cool? Mm -hmm. So we're going to see what we can do. Barry, yeah. Barry's going to pitch it. So uh, you might okay. be included in a little, in a little uh, video. Yay. With a compilation of a bunch of questions, Fun. and then real experts are uh -huh. going to answer the questions for you. How cool is that? <laughs> that sounds really cool. I'm excited. And, I'm, and that might I'm help excited, you. too. That might help you with your project next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, will you give me a project idea? <laughs> <laughs> Looks in the camera. Hey, I would like a project. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my goodness. That's, That's great. Funny. All right. Well... We really appreciate you taking the time to come talk to us. You are so much fun, and Thank you, you obviously are very excited about She's first. She's passionate. Yeah, that's yes, great. I love we, this. We love to see that. Thank you. Well, have a good rest of the competition. You and, too. And good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I would like to just mention, okay. like now, that when we were going out and trying to, hello, Hi. we were going out and trying to find these interviews earlier, yes. and we came across their team. And their team uh, captain was the one I was talking to. And I'm like, hey, do you have anyone on your team that is willing to talk on camera mm -hmm. about your team and about everything? Sure. And immediately he turned and looked at her and she raised her hand. She's <laughs> like me. I'm in. And like the rest that's of them were like, they all looked at her. Everyone looked at her and she raised her hand. It was the best moment. And I, that's awesome. I, I didn't even know this was her first year. It, I had no idea. It's her first official year it's clearly yeah. it is obviously her fourth year she was she was very clearly like excited <laughs> about first coming into it but at the same time she mentioned her brother like yeah. had to basically force her like she was like yeah i didn't really know too much about it and then now she's like yeah i like programming i like this i love first i love and the I, competition I, i'm owning this thing this is this is she is definitely very passionate about this and i love this Yes, indeed. I, I love to see. It's so. It's one of the things that we've, we've noticed. In our in our experiences in the past, right? We've we've had the opportunity to talk to some Lego League teams a couple of times in the past. You and I, um, uh, she had a really cool name. I don't remember what it is. Right, a second. I'll remember it in a minute, of course. Um, 
And, and she was the same way. She was really excited. And you, you see that a lot, I'm noticing, with the Lego League kids. No, they're it's very, so good. <coughs> they're very excited it's about so what they're fun. doing. Because in reality, it's, it's theoretically way outside of the realm of possibility for them, right? It's, it's such a... When you think about a sixth grader building a, a, a machine that's capable of, of following lines and, and you know, performing tasks, either predetermined or not, yeah, a sixth grader doing that, it's so like outside of what you think oh, of yeah. as the realm of possibility. And so when they get to do it, it's a really exciting thing for them. So you see the Lego League kids super pumped. Exactly. But you've got like the, the first tech challenge mm-hmm. and the first robotics competition. They've been around long enough <clears throat> and that the, the, the kids have seen that stuff long enough that it's not quite the same, oh my God, I can't believe I'm the one doing this. Exactly. <laughs> so it's really cool to see the passion yeah. from the Lego League kids. And actually, we have a familiar shirt sitting next to us. Indeed this we is do. Team Wild. But this yes. is someone a little bit different. Can you please introduce yes. yourself for us? Hi, um, my name is Hannah Spivey, and I am acting as the youth mentor of Team Wild. So you're a mentor, and yes. you're also an alumni? Yes, I am an alumni. I competed when I was in middle school with Marshall Middle School on Team Fire. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about being on the team before and now mentoring the team? Um, it's definitely a different experience. You know, the competition itself hasn't changed that much as far as just um, what the basic challenges are sure. and what is the basic... Um, expectation of the competitors but every year it's nice to see a different board Mm -hmm. uh, different ideas as far as the project goes Um, it's very interesting to go from being very much in the middle of the action and having to stress about making personally stress that your actions are out there going whereas now I have a group of boys that I have to stress that their actions are (laughs) gonna go well (laughs) which is definitely a it's still a little stressful but it's a different kind of stress and they're both good as long as they're not carried away which um, you know, I tried never to let that happen. I don't let it happen here. So now I go from the one who was encouraged to the encouraging one, which is okay. really nice to do. That's awesome. And when were you on this team? Um, team Fire? Yeah, yeah. I was on it in, from 6th through 8th grade. So um, it would have been from, I believe, around 2011 to around actually competing 2013, 14. But okay. then I stayed on and continued to mentor the year after I went into high school with them. Okay. It, but their um, team kind of has not competed recently, so I haven't been doing much with them since. But gotcha. But now you're involved yes. with this team, yes. and you're bringing all the stuff you learned as a team member in the past to to some new students. Yes, absolutely. As a mentor and an alumni. Yes. That's fantastic. It's cool. It's definitely fun. I missed being back here and it was a couple years there and it's so nice to be back and see all what's going on still. So why would you say that you volunteer? Um, I volunteer because, you know, first in this competition meant a lot to me. When I was in middle school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea, like, as far as career-wise or as far as... um, just even extracurricular activities. I just kind of did everything. And then I got an invitation as a sixth grader. They normally only let seventh and eighth graders, but they wanted a couple of sixth graders to kind of build up and mentor for seventh and eighth grade year to apply for the robotics team. So I did, and it set me on, this competition is kind of what set me on the track to deciding I wanted to pursue higher education in engineering. It's why I switched from my zoned high school and now I go to school in a different county than what I live in, just so that oh, I can go to an wow. engineering academy. Wow. Where do you go to school? Yes, I go to school at the Central Florida Aerospace Academy. Okay. Ooh, 
That's yes. awesome. It's very interesting. And I, I can think it all back to this. Like, this is what encouraged me and inspired me to continue on that track. So you would say that would be your inspiration for volunteering? Yeah, so I want to be able to help kids who maybe they don't always know or maybe they have that interest and I want to show them just the type of opportunities that this competition can offer them. Sure. That's awesome. Danielle has a very similar yeah, story. Definitely. She didn't know what she wanted to do yeah. before she joined first. And now she's, after yeah. being afraid of software, at least, <laughs> at least once, uh, yeah. she's now a software engineer awesome. with a focus on cybersecurity. So yeah. not even just software, but heavy math, too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> studying at uh, Florida Polytechnic University in Lakeland. Yes, I so know where that is. Yeah. So that's where I go. I'm a junior currently. So, yeah. uh, What year are you? I'm a senior in high school. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. So, so in your time volunteering, either with the team or if you've volunteered at events, mm -hmm. what's probably your favorite thing, your, your favorite moment from volunteering? Um, my favorite thing, I was always a bit more of like the robot technical person on the team. Okay. So my personal favorite is when I see the boys finally get that run, that mission that's been giving them trouble and just seeing, because they've been so disappointed about something because they just can't get it to work and seeing that moment where a kid's face just lights up uh -huh. because it finally works and they finally got it and all that hard work and effort pays off for them. That's really a nice moment. That kind of, that just happened for us on our last run. Okay. They got the perfect run that they had been looking for Aww. all season so just they were all so happy and that's just great to see it's awesome yeah. it, it, it's great to see that like when when the the suggestions and the the answers to questions mm -hmm. all comes together oh, and yeah. like when they are cheering they're so excited yeah, yeah. that's makes it all worth it and have you personally been to this competition before um, this competition, I have been to um, other FLL events. This specific one, I don't believe I have. Okay. This, this is your my first time here at this competition? Yes, at this competition it is. I went to, um, there. things were structured a little bit differently when I did it. There was yeah. a bit of a restructuring. So um, as far as going through the competition, um, the levels in, under this new, newer structure, this is the first year I've gone through this. Fair enough. Okay. And how do you like it? Uh, I love it. I think it really judges the kids based off their merit uh, because, you know, some contests that you do, it's kind of more luck-based, whereas this one I really feel it forces the kids to be well-rounded and it yeah. forces them to consider all aspects of the engineering design process and the teamwork. Which we were talking so, about earlier. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good way to get them very exposed to multiple types of ideas and multiple types of experiences rather than just... You, this is a robot competition, focus on your robot table. Uh, but no, it really encourages them to broaden their horizons a bit, which I really enjoy about it. Because like first says, it's more than robots. It is more than it's, robots, yes. It's a, a research project, and yes. it's learning all about the human water cycle yes. and things that water and robots generally don't mix. mix yeah. And so <laughs> first figured out, you know, first How tech challenge has wanted a a water competition mm -hmm. for years that's not going to happen but at least they did figure out how to kind of implement it here how to implement yeah. water into the into the game and in a really fascinating way yeah it is it's very interesting you know there are a lot of ways that i think that people don't always realize that technology has a place in mm -hmm. so um, i think something like this is also teaching them in a real world sense that technology and robotics reaches further than maybe previously thought or sure. expected so being a mentor, how do you think you prepared these students to get to this point today? 
Um, prepare. It's a lot of just trying to um, prepare them for any possible situation, really. Like you tell them, okay, if it goes good, that's great, we're set. And if it doesn't go good, that's going to be okay because there are other parts of the competition. There are other parts to think of. I tend to mentor a bit more on um, the programming build side just because I specialized in that a bit more when I was a competitor. Fair enough. But um, I definitely do just try to be a very encouraging figure where if they're frustrated with something or if they're um, not getting it, I just try to either give them a tip. I don't give them the answer. I just sure. try to say maybe here's a new type of idea you can try or have you thought about this instead try of that? Try exploring this. Try to explore. I want them yeah. to get to the conclusion on their own. Yeah. So sometimes that's hard. Sometimes but you're giving you them the like, tools yes. to get yes, there. Yes, I want to give them it the tools to get there. It can be very difficult. Very I, have, I have mentored a couple of teams, including a First Tech Challenge team, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes, sometimes very difficult to not say, well, why aren't you doing this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it can be. Have this is better. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you thought about exploring this kind of sensor yeah. not go put this sensor on the front of the thing and you'll be good to go have, have you thought about using an infrared sensor yeah or sometimes it's like hey there's there are these black lines on the board do you think that there's a way you can incorporate that into the programming yep. or something like that you know just trying exactly. to be like you don't want to say hey use the color sensor yeah. since the black line and Fo use it but follow the black line yes. to the color sensor yes so <laughs> definitely hard to balance yeah. as far as wanting to still be involved but you gotta you have to realize that it's their competition they're yep. the ones learning you're not helping them by just telling them right. what the answer is but that's awesome. but pointing them pointing down them in the, the right, right direction yes that's fine so that they can they can follow it themselves to an answer yes. is yeah. the thing yeah and that definitely prepared them for today obviously oh yeah that's that's how i just try to do it i just try to see you know sometimes i have to co cooperate with them because i don't always know what the best solution is so we have to just talk together is what sure. we all think they've had ideas that i never thought of and i've had suggestions that they never thought of so it's a very give and take type relationship you have to respect each other and mutually arrive at a consensus of everybody and sure. what everyone feels comfortable with sure what? i i can say having having had a uh interns mm -hmm. work for me that the thing that's interesting about working with inexperienced is yeah. that they don't know what things are bad ideas yet yeah <laughs> and so they come up with ideas that you may have already ruled out as a possibility yeah. because it's a bad idea but it, but that was it was a bad idea a long time ago it, yeah. Technology's changed since then. Maybe today it's not a bad idea, but it's so ingrained in your head that it's a bad idea. They Don't come even up with go down that path. Yeah, that your brain can't even go that way. And when they yeah. pitch it, your first thought is, get out of here. No. But it turns out it's a great oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. She, She's done that to me yeah. at yeah. least once. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely, that used to happen with me and my coaches because, uh, like, I was in the team right around the time that, like, EV3s and color sensors were starting to become a thing. And so we had some sort of competition. It wasn't FLL, but it was something else. And they, um, we had to. S one of the options to complete the thing was to sense a line. And we had always had problems in the past sure. with the light sensor, just uh -huh. because the sensitivity and light settings, all that. So yep. she was kind of maybe not the most encouraging of using a light sensor and sure. doing another thing. But I was like, but no, there's this color sensor thing. It kind of works like a light sensor, but it's different. So maybe we could try it and see how it works. And it ended up working fine just because, you know, she kind of had the perception that maybe it wasn't the best, but we could right. still try it. But the it ended based up working on much better. Yeah, based that's on really being cool. jaded about previous experiences and, and knowing that it didn't work. Yeah. 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 I, 
totally understand. Yeah, I definitely have some, I have my own hesitations about certain things, sure. but then I've seen the boys actually make it work, and I'm like, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. I'm curious to see uh, what kind of challenges have you faced personally throughout this process of being a mentor? Um, one, proce- one challenge that I had is time commitment sometimes because I'm a senior. I take a lot of co- extra college classes. Okay. I'm very busy with the extracurriculars. So uh, sometimes cutting out the time from something or something else can be hard to make sure that I'm there for them, which I've always been there for them if I could, unless there was just something that I couldn't avoid. Sure. So, uh, that's we all end up with commitments that we can't get out of. Yeah, that's definitely been one of the harder things. Um, I do have a bit of a in in that my mom is the coach. So I get to, it, it's a little bit easier to um, kind of get the in and be involved with them because I can be involved through her even if sure. I can't be there physically. Sure. So um, that definitely helps. But, uh, yeah, I definitely say just sometimes the time commitment can be a little difficult. And especially on competition days when you have eight-plus hours yeah. on a weekend, you know, that can be a huge commitment. I've been sitting up in the stands above the pits doing college work on my phone just because <laughs> that's how it works out. So, but I always try to make sure I'm here for them regardless of what happens. That's awesome. That's great. That's, that's really great. So, you're a high school senior. Yes. What are your plans after you graduate? Uh, well, I've applied and been accepted to UCF and FSU, okay. and I am waiting to hear back from University of Pennsylvania. Um, as far as what I end up doing is a little bit trickier because um, I have a general idea of what I want to do but it depends on which programs because I've applied to specific programs of some universities sure. and if I get accepted into just general admissions or program specific admissions so uh, but the idea is that I would love to do something um, I love like graphic arts and 3d um, special effects technical okay. arts that type of thing so I would love to um, eat uh, get some sort of degree in that, but I'd also like to double major in computer science and some okay. type of software. Awesome. Kind of like yep. you, yeah. Uh-huh. You mentioned a couple of schools. Which one is your first choice school? Um, if I get accepted, first choice would be University of Pennsylvania. That's the one I haven't been accepted into yet. But um, the second contender as far as what's probably going to be the best option would be UCF. Okay. But um, that's not to discount FSU in any way. That's also still very heavily. It's uh-huh. just waiting to see where all the chips lie at the end of all the scholarships coming in, time, and, uh, and, and distance which, travel. And which programs within, which, programs, yes. with, which college within a university you yes. might get accepted into. Yeah, just sure. so that's the current list, but depending on where the chips fall in the future, it can change. A lot of variables. Yes, a lot of variables. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come talk to us. No problem. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. And, uh, Good luck to your team Thank in the you. competition. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. It's really cool talking to a member of their team before and then uh-huh. now the mentor. And then the mentor, yeah. That's that's a really great and I love I love that it's a that that she's a, a as she referred to herself a youth mentor. She's she's still school age. Yes. And so she could be if she she could be on a first robotics competition team or a first tech challenge team today. She could be competing if she wanted to. But, but she's, she's already in that next step of volunteering. But she's taking she's taking the time that that would go to being a, um, a team member and uh, applying it to being a mentor, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, definitely.
Well, we have our next guest here. Hello. Oh, we'll get you on in just a second. Hello. Hi. There we Hi. go. Can you please introduce yourself for us? Um, my name is Chloe Miller. Okay. And uh, what team are you on? I'm on uh, Aqualifters, Team 10240. All right. And what is your position? Um, I'm our team coach, sort team of. Team leader. Coach. Okay. All right. And what does that entail? Um, I mostly keep them in line and <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure that we get all our work done and make sure our goals are accomplished. Okay. And how do you do that? Um, I sometimes lead our team discussions and make sure that we have a checklist, make sure everything on it gets done, and that we're all doing what we're supposed to be. Definitely. And that, you must have been doing a great job, because look where you are today. <laughs> You're at the, the regional championship at Central Florida. It's pretty cool. So how many years have you been on your team? Uh, this is my second year. Okay. Your second year? Very cool. And how did you end up on the team? Um, so... I took robotics one in sixth grade, and then in seventh grade, uh, I did robotics two and tried out for the team. And so that was pretty cool. And so I'm a veteran this year, and I was able to do it again. Okay. All right. Very nice. And is it a, is it a, did you say it's a, it's a team based in your school, or is it based? It's from our school. Okay. Very cool. And what grade are you in? Eighth. Eighth. And how old are you? Thirteen. So is this your last year on the team? Yeah, it is. Okay. And how do you feel about that? Well, it's not great because <laughs> I'm <laughs> losing some friends and mentors, but I'll be able to go further into the program. And how? Uh, how I was going to ask what your plan was yeah. next. Yeah. Uh, next year, I'm going to be going to Oviedo High School, and I'll be joining the team there, I hope. Very cool. So would that be another Florida Lego League or uh, first Lego League team or uh, a first, first tech, tech challenge? challenge? Okay. That's awesome. Have you heard anything about that team? Um, not much, but okay. it should be fun. I, I know quite a bit about that team. It's, it, it's a good team. You'll have, you'll have a lot of fun. Good. Are you excited to like explore a new robot and a new size and a new game? Yeah, learn game? some new things. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun because now it's just toys, but soon it'll be like real metal. and. Yes, yeah. indeed. What are you hoping to learn from that? Just like how to build a robot, I guess. And so you're interested in the mechanics. Definitely. Okay. I want to do something with engineering when I grow up. So. Well, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you want to do that? Is that why you ended up going into first? Or did first drive you to find an interest in that? I think first drove me to find an interest in that. Learning all these new skills and things. That, that's a lot of our story. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of us found where we were headed because of first so that's that's really cool um so when you're on a a tech challenge team is your intention to be hands-on you you want to yeah i would like to you want to get the tools <laughs> yeah get to it but definitely learn some of the programming stuff because right now it's just dragging blocks yeah. but i want to learn how to fully do it so what's your favorite thing about being on a first lego league team i made so many friends on the first team so I have now, before I only knew a couple of kids, but now I have nine new best friends that I get to play with every day. Well, that's awesome. And, and you get to play with robots. It's not <laughs> its not just playing with them. You're, like, yeah. invested in a yeah. robot. It, it, it's, it's really cool how FIRST does that. Yeah. It, people that you may not have interacted with if it hadn't been for FIRST, and it seems like everybody becomes really close friends with, yeah. with their FIRST teams. 
I know cool. Marissa and I have. <laughs> yes. The two two of our hosts run a team together and uh, I here we are several years later. It's a it's another first tech challenge team. It's uh, team duct tape was our team. Cool. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. Yes, indeed. I'm, I'm hoping you're definitely going to have a lot of fun in that team. I hope so. You will. Yeah. It, it, seem, it seems like First Tech Challenge is going to be right up your alley. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, the, the new yes. the new year. So, next year, when you're not going to be on the team, mm -hmm. the new uh, theme revolves around space exploration, human space exploration. So right now we're asking a lot of students if they would look at the camera and if you can ask an astronaut any question about human space exploration, what would you ask them? Hmm. <laughs> Probably just like how far they're willing to go, right? Oh, that is fascinating. We talked about the, the question of how far is something from something, which is an easy question to answer. You can just you know, ask any search engine or your phone. <laughs> How far is the moon? But, but what's how the far limit? are you yeah. willing to go? That's a fascinating question. It's like a lifetime investment to yeah. like travel across the solar system. Sure. That is awesome. That's a great question. Yes, indeed. So, our goal is to try and get either some astronauts or some uh, engineers from Lockheed Martin to answer these questions. Cool. So, fingers crossed yeah. that you'll be included in the questions that they get to. I want the answer to that question yes. myself. Yes. So. I'm going to I'm going to go to bat for you. I yeah. want that question included. They're going <laughs> to make a compilation of all of the questions that they gathered up and then they're going to try to get as many es experts as they can to answer the questions for you. Cool. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. So, um, we appreciate you coming and talking to us. Thank you. And uh, good luck on the in the competition for the rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you. <coughs> um wow. How far are you willing to go? How what far a question. Are you willing to go? What a cool question. All right. I am so excited about who is about to join us. Yeah. Because we were talking a little while ago about our next first event, which is the Orlando Regional. Yes. And, and we we're all really excited about that. We are. And we have a member of the planning committee for the Orlando Regional who happens to be here who's going to join us here in just a second. So excited. We've known her um, for a, a number of years. She actually usually hangs out in the room next to us uh, during the competition when she's got a little bit of downtime. So we've, we've been working with her for a long time. And we get she's the pleasure to speak with her yes, about Outside everything. of the crazy responsibilities that she has during the regional, yeah. she has, theoretically, she has no direct responsibilities today so she gets to take the time to come talk to so us. So very similar to Terry Willingham is what say, I'm hearing. Yes, I was going to say you remember how difficult it has always been for, for Terry Willingham to come join us during the regional. Once you have downtime Yes indeed. That's our time. Indeed. We take so. advantage of that and she, she definitely came up here to talk to us. Yes she did so I'm very very happy that she's going to get to talk to us. I am so excited. Because she probably won't have the time in a couple of weeks to come talk to us. Probably not. <laughs> but this is going to be her event that yes. we're speaking about, so that's yes, awesome. Yeah. Well, hello. We've talked you up. <laughs> we have. So go ahead and introduce yourself for me. My name is Wendy Austin. 
you're a little far away. Can you push away. your mic? Yeah. Oh, usually I'm really go. loud. You're good. Um, my name is Wendy Austin. I'm the um, Orlando Regional Director for First Robotics. Mm-hmm. Oh my so, gosh. so you have you have uh, taken over for Terry Willingham, mm-hmm. who has been on our show countless times. times at this point. And so, uh, so yes, I'm taking taking over for the 20th anniversary. It's not terrifying at all. Oh yeah, no. yeah, right. <laughs> I was thinking about that, yeah. that it was such an interesting time for that transition, yeah. just in time for the big anniversary. No, no we've pressure. Been talk- we've None. been talking about this, co- about this uh, event basically periodically throughout this day. Because it's, it's First Look's next event is your event, yes. and we're very excited about it. I am so excited about <laughs> it. We have so many really cool things planned. Um, the awesome. planning committee, and trust me, it's not me, it's a whole group of people. Yes, indeed. And um, they have been working for two years. Wow. To get Just everything. For the 20th anniversary. To, for all the extra things for the 20th anniversary. Is there anything you can tell us? I know, I know we were talking about details, you and yeah. I, off camera a year ago mm-hmm. at the Orlando Regional <laughs> last year of stuff that was already planned and done. Before I was yeah. the director. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything we can know um, or what to yes, expect? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So some of the stuff has already been announced, like special the challenge coins. Special sh- edition shirts. Special edition shirts, special editions. The coins are the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you know the story behind challenge coins and how they became came about. Go ahead and tell us. Um, so during one of the world wars, and if I quote which one, I'll get it wrong, um, the, the spies that were going behind enemy lines had to shed themselves of any insignia that said that they were Americans. Mm-hmm. So each... Um, platoon or division or whatever it was would have a coin that they kept in their pocket and they called it the challenge coin because if they got um, um, captured by the Americans who thought they were not Americans they would show the challenge coin to prove that they were on their side yeah okay and so that became a big sort of a big deal in the military and a lot of the admirals and the um, higher ups they all now have their own challenge coin and if you are meeting like the Undersecretary of the Navy or whatever, when they shake your hand, if you're lucky, they'll pass you a challenge coin. And if you're in the military, according to my brother-in-law, who's ex-Air Force, when you're in a bar, if somebody throws their challenge coin on the bar, the last person to throw theirs on the bar has to buy everybody else's drinks. <laughs> but that yes. is not appropriate for high schoolers, so we will not be doing that. Fair enough. <laughs> That's funny. Fair enough. So, so so that won't be part of the, the experience <laughs> no. at the burger place. Perhaps after. at the alumni event it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so how was this implemented in first? What, the challenge coins? Yes. Um, as far as I know right now, we're the only regional doing it because Ooh. we're one of the oldest regionals and one of, we're the second largest, I think, in the world, actually. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, we like to be trendsetters <laughs> and start things. And so we, were, we were talking earlier about the fact that it's one of, if not the longest, continuously running <laughs> regionals. And when you consider that it's the evolution of moving what was called the International Championships <laughs> out of Orlando, it's kind of, there's well, been an Orlando competition almost of well, s- in one way or another. Right. Actually, our regional originally started at NASA, and it was called the Southeastern Regional. Yeah. And then they moved, I think they did three years in NASA, and then they moved to UCF, and it became the Orlando Regional. 
and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the such, Florida Regional. And it's such a great, such a great venue. Yeah, it's a, it is. And, and listen, UCF gives us that in kind donation. That's we awesome. could not pull off the event that we pull off without UCF. They are uh, one of our major sponsors, and we love them, love them. Go Knights, charge on! It's a, yes, it's definitely. A, it's a beautiful venue. <laughs> it's well large enough for the event. It's. It People gets, argue that they would like it to be larger so we could fit more teams in. <laughs> sure. It, get, it, it can get a little tight mm -hmm. backstage, mm -hmm. moving the robots through the hallways. Mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. but the venue is, is it's big. Gorgeous. It, oh my, and it's so nice. A lot of venues, um, their pits are literally directly behind the stage. Uh -huh. We get that whole big area for you know lining up and queuing and yeah. stuff. So that's really nice. Yeah. That some other events don't get. And then oh. there's then there's food oh, yeah. all around the venue, which is obviously such a pain for so many events. Mm -hmm. But so easy. Where, where lunchtime becomes a real annoyance. Yeah. And we don't have that at the Orlando. There's there's several places for food around, and it's yeah. real easy and if somebody wanted to have something delivered. It. We were doing the walkthrough on. Monday. It seems like it was three weeks ago, but it was Monday. <laughs> um, and I saw that there's a Four Rivers booth, and I was like, excuse me, is that going to be open? Because I would really like yeah. that one to be open. I do not know. I have uh, not been given the yes the or no, answer. but You're I feel like I should go to Four Rivers and go, you know, we have like 5,000 people there yeah. for know, three solid it'll days. It'll be really good, yeah. 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 And, and you're going to go ahead and email me once you find out <laughs> the answer to that question. Yes. You right? get to eat in the volunteer lounge. <laughs> But there's... I know. Yeah. It, it's very difficult in events like this. Um, speaking as, you know, I used to be a mentor. Yeah. Um, and trying to feed students who have nut allergies and dairy allergies and they're vegetarian or they can't have this, that, or the other thing is a really hard thing to yeah. do. And I think a lot of our advantages is we do have so much available to us yeah. in Orlando. Even not just inside the venue, say, just right outside the door. Yeah, I was just say, if you take... The whole big U that goes around mm -hmm. the venue where there's at least five restaurants because mm -hmm. there's a burger place that we always go to mm -hmm. on Friday. And, and then if you just leave the campus a little bit on mm -hmm. either side, there's right. all kinds of stuff too. Well, and if you walk sort of halfway across campus and go to the student union, they have a whole food court. Yeah. So Which I never see because I never get to leave. The I was just saying, <laughs> getting to leave the building... Nonsense. More <laughs> importantly, in the bookstore, across, like directly across the street, there's a Starbucks. And I think if that was um, not open, half of the volunteers would be much grumpier. Well, there, there's the answer to a question that you have asked at least once at the Orlando Regional. Yes, there's a Starbucks. And there's no, they probably don't take your gift card. <laughs> um, no, but the one directly across from campus does. Okay. <laughs> I know where every Starbucks is. <laughs> question yes. uh, how many teams should we be expecting at this 64. event 64 we have a full complement of 64 teams the, 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 the number of teams that is just shy of and, making it and too listen, tight there there are still um probably four or five teams on the wait list trying to get in and that's why i said everybody kept saying can you just fit in a couple more teams no no no, no. 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 i have nowhere to put them it's like, so how it's many like if you've ever been in the pit room you know no, if you've ever tried to move anything, like our equipment or one of the robots through the hallways, no. Well, it also affects the schedule. Yeah. 
and we, we are already super, tight. super tight on our schedule. So the expected population for the huge. summit? Huge. <laughs> Just, we're going to go with huge. You, you can't okay. even. But we have. I'm not even a number. I'm super excited. We have infinity. two teams from the Netherlands, a team from Brazil, and it. Fingers crossed, the team from Puerto Rico. Nice. We're having a difficult time communicating yeah. with them, but last we heard, they'll be there. Okay. Wow. Is it the teams from the Netherlands that we've had there before, or is it okay? Rembrandt's awesome. impossible. They're yeah. so much fun. I know. We've had them on the show before. They're so much fun. <laughs> and they bring Stroop waffles. <laughs> Did you not know this? Oh, you come find me. I'll get you Stroop waffles. <laughs> oh, I told. I told yeah, you. She's delish. the one to know. Did I, they're delish. Have I not said this before? Control booth is making a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will email them as soon as I get off and say, please bring an extra case of strip oh, <laughs> That is, wow, wow. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to championships, pretty much all the international, like especially at Lego at this, at this level, A, they're adorable. But B, every single um, booth from all over around the world has like a, a culinary dish from, yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, where is this competition? It's at the <laughs> World Championships uh -huh. because they have okay. all four levels at the World Championships. Yeah. Okay. So all of the Lego kids, again, are adorable. So, um, I can so we're making the biggest attempt to go to one of these I was things, say, so, so what, what you're saying is we're gonna if be you there. happen to be speaking to Ken from First Tech Challenge, you can be an I extra voice of reason you know, to Barry, bring us Barry to championship. You know, Barry might have a little pull. True. Barry might have a little pull. True. Barry probably has more pull than I do. <laughs> well. But I'm pretty sure you know people who know people. Andrew Rudolph. Um, that very, very true. And and we've already been talking with the, uh, the alumni program <laughs> at corporate about going to championship. Yep, yep, had a, yep. Had a call with him this week. Uh, Michelle, yeah. Michelle Long, yeah, yeah, she'll be at our regional. Yes, she will. I'm super. We're we have so many people at our regional. I am Half of first headquarters wants to come down. Oh my goodness! Because a, it's our 20th, it's anniversary, 20th anniversary, and yeah. it's also like beautiful outside, and they live in New Hampshire. Yeah. So everyone's gonna have their hands full. What are your responsibilities at this event? That's such a good question. <laughs> um, that I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, what do you expect? That's so funny because that's basically what Terry always yeah, says. She's like, I'm not just quite everything. sure. Right. I'm the one that everybody calls when something isn't right. I, I think that the way I've found, because I've only been doing this since October. Sure. Even though I've been doing this for 14 years. Because um, you usually hang out in the room next to us uh -huh. when you have. <laughs> I usually do Robo Show. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I have. Very little responsibility for the actual running of the regional. Sarah Plemons and the committee do that, and they do a fantastic job yes, of it. Indeed. And I would be stupid to try to even change anything at all. Um, but I have a feeling that, like, if something goes wrong, it's it's up to me to fix it. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. Um, you know, if there's a technical question, anyone in first who knows me knows that I'm not the person to ask that question. <laughs> but I can find all the right people uh -huh. that can answer it. Which is Terry's job. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but Terry had a, Terry, Terry was a little more engineering minded than I yeah. was. Like she but knew how to program a robot and I do not. But she was always good because she, she may not have the answer, but she knew who did. Oh, she yeah. She always knew who did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that I, I do that as yeah, well. Yeah, I was just saying, I know you as well. I've come to you, even when it wasn't your responsibility, I've come to you and been like... You can connect. Can, can you... <sighs> and I'll go, what's wrong, sweetheart? <laughs> I forgot to bring a computer monitor. 
can you help me? Let me go fix that for you. And you're like, yes, I'm on it. I'll be back. Yeah, let me go, let me go get that. And, and a team brought it for us. Thank goodness was it a team that. or was it oh, part it was of a Robo show? I don't remember. No, it was a no. team. One of the teams, um, uh, um, Gravy, took it out of their boot, out of their Oh, pants. their display. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. My husband owned it, so yeah. Yeah, they, they physically removed it out of their out of their pit for us, which yeah. I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. They're pretty when, cool. When yeah, gracious professionalism like passes through <laughs> that barrier of just team to team, and now it's team to like press media. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Whoa. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's awesome. <laughs> we, did, we did not forget our monitors today. Good. You'll see Good. them behind you. Two weeks They're from now, make sure make sure he packs those. Yes, okay. indeed. Right. We've learned about that. Make sure he packs those yeah. monitors. Yeah. Um, so we have some other fun stuff. We've got. Um, on Friday night, it's not a social. We're not allowed to call it a social, but it's a social. Okay. It's the 20th anniversary celebration. Okay. And it'll be on the plaza in front of the okay. regional. Um, we'll have Tijuana Flats is doing a taco bar. Wow. And we're going to have a DJ. And we're going to have tailgating games, if not beer pong, um, uh -huh. but all the other ones. Sure. And um, we've got a photo booth coming, and Very it's cool. going to be really fun. And for the teens, it's ten dollars. But you know, if you can find another place where you can feed your kids for ten bucks, right? You know, and they can all hang out, and, and it's for two hours, and it's going to be a ball. And it's and it's an opportunity for teams to interact with each other mm -hmm. in a way that is not the normal. The the normal team to team interaction tends to be in this kind of environment, um, which is not always. Speaking as a mentor and a mom, not always. But. But to, to interact with the Netherlands teams, oh, your, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your interaction with them is going to be in this kind of environment, mm -hmm, right. which is hectic, to say the least. And it gives them an opportunity to, to interact with teams that you wouldn't right. normally get any kind of social time with, yeah. which right. is kind it's, of a cool capability. It's definitely a social time. It's a, a time where the pressure's off. You're not trying to... Um, you know, plead your case as to why that team right. should pick you, although I'm pretty sure that will happen <laughs> at some say. point during the night. Huh. Um, and um, we will have a DJ. Um, it's not going to be a dance floor per se, but if people break out into dance, you know, what can I yeah. say? <laughs> it, you know, it might happen. Where is this, this event? This sounds so much fun. It's going it to be a ball. I can't and wait. Janelle Greger is who has been um, heading up the okay. 20th anniversary, and this, is her, this part is her baby, okay. and she's done a knockout job. Uh, taking care of it. That's so um, cool. And then Thursday is the Thursday alumni. Thursday is the alumni event, and that'll be at Firkin and Kegler, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was the last one. Where tour. can we find out about these events or more information about them? As soon as I have it. As soon as we've had the contract signed, okay. um, I will. Uh, we, it'll all come do out. Do we have a website for the Orlando Regional? We do. It's Orlando FRC. But I'm not sure if that information's on there or not. Okay. Because, as you all know, not technical. Um, I call them my college students, which I should not do because they've all graduated and they all have like real jobs and they're okay. important. But my college students take care of the social media because okay. they know better than to let me do it. Okay. Because it would come through the mom lens and that would be bad. Fair enough. Um, so they'll, they, um, I know that they've been um, on the Facebook page, which is Orlando FRC, and on our Twitter and on our, I think we have an Instagram and we may have a Snapchat. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> because I don't do that, but um, I know that they've been sending out, okay. they have timed posts that go out to okay. give all the different information. So Facebook, that be on the website? Facebook might be a good place. It, Facebook's probably a great place, actually. Okay. We, we find that the teenagers tend to um, go to Facebook or Instagram before they go to the website. Okay. So we tend to put most of our information out that way. There's also a team guide that's probably going out this weekend, and it's like a seven-page guide, and it has 
all the information. All the stuff. Cool. Um, another really neat thing that I'm, this was my baby, that I started before I became director, sure. is we're honoring the alumni. You know, we have the Woody Flowers for the volunteers. We have the Dean's List for the students. Um, and we have the, um, you know, Woody Flowers is for mentor. Volunteer of the Year is for volunteers. And Dean's List is for students. This year, we're starting a new initiative, and it's called the Stellar Alumni. Awesome. And I'm so excited about it. We were, you know, it's the first time we did it. We had no idea what was going to happen. We asked for nominations. We got almost 50 nominations. Okay. And we've picked 18 stellar alumni. Wow. And we're going to honor them. There's going to be posters and there's going to be um, stuff that's on cool. the Jumbotron. That's but, you cool. know, we have an alumni that's won two Emmys. We have an alumni that is a legislative aide in the U.S. House of Representatives. We have uh, three or four of them who are CEOs of their own company. Um, and we wow. and we asked for three. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that reminds me. Okay, we're going to chat later because I need you on Thursday at a workshop. And we'll talk about workshops in just a sec. Okay. Um, so uh, when we ask for nominations. I'm, I'm probably going to be there Thursday anyway because well, Michelle good, asked cause me. Because you're, you're busy at noon. Um, Michelle asked me to be there on Thursday. Yeah, you're going to be busy at noon. Okay. Um, so uh, we asked for um, alumni that have had a lot of professional and career success, okay. whether it's research or business or whatever. Um, a lot of alumni that have done a lot of um, philanthropy, whether it's for cancer or um, homelessness or whatever. Sure. And then um, alumni that have stayed connected through FIRST. Shockingly, most of them, of our stellar alumni, are very active um, on the regional planning committee and I like seeing that because when I joined the regional planning committee like 10 years ago I was in my 40s and I was one of the youngest people on the planning committee and we have now managed to start bringing on the alumni um, and they've really proven themselves um, and so uh, you know I'm hoping that they're our future and they're not going to walk there, away there and needs, they're going to there needs to be a lot of that mm -hmm, and they're going to be a lot more um, make it a lot more dynamic they have got sure. cool ideas they know how to work social media um, they they came up with robo show the alumni uh -huh. came yep. up with robo show um, i just one. yeah and this <laughs> one um, i just was the only thing i ever did was convince the board to let us try it sure um <laughs> you know there's just all kinds of stuff and then oh, cool. um, we have the workshops on Thursday. Sure. Um, we've got a workshop that you're going to come to that's okay. called um, How to Be Your Own Boss. Okay. We have another one that uh, Mid-Florida Tech is giving called What If College Isn't For Me. Um, we have, of course, Spam and Strategy and Scouting because that's always a good one. Sure. Uh, Bacon's Imagery one is always good. The right. Fluid Power Society, which is always our most well-attended, will be there. They do a two-hour workshop on pneumatics, okay. which is super fun. Um, cool. So, anyway. Well, very cool. Awesome. Well, we will see you very soon. On yes. Thursday at noon. <laughs> we will see you very soon in okay. Orlando Great. at your event. Thank and, you so uh, much. And we'll for be doing me. this again. All right. I'll, I'll try to be there. Yeah. Thank you so I will, much. I will say that I will be escorting a special guest around on Friday, so we might. Okay. 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 I look forward to finding out who that is. Thank you so much. Wow. All right. That was awesome. Uh, that was so much fun. So now I'm going to be trying to guess who the special guest is. What a terrible idea that was to end with. Yeah. I, I've got a pretty good educated guess, yeah. but anyway, that's we, okay. 
have a guest that's coming on in just a second, but she's been making faces yes. behind behind the camera. Yes, she has. Not not at not us, at us <laughs> from but what I can tell. But we've been seeing these faces. But it's been fun to watch while Wendy awesome. was talking. Uh, <laughs> go go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Hi, I'm Doctor Smash. Doctor Smash. Wow. <laughs> Where Best did you get your PhD? Ever. <laughs> PhD in fun from <laughs> Spruce Creek High School. So tell us, what are you here for today? I'm here to help MC. So I'm help okay. helping like host the competition and like scream into a microphone for seven say, hours. So so you're the voice that we occasionally hear in the background <laughs> yeah. in the headsets. <laughs> yeah, I'm the girl one. Okay. You sound like you're having a lot of fun back there. Yeah. I'm very tired. <laughs> oh yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. It's it's a long drive a here. Oh, yeah. Where, Where are you from? from? I'm from um, <laughs> Jinx. I'm from Daytona Beach, so around like okay. two hours away. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you drove there just from here? Just just for this competition. Yeah. So um, I asked, they were asked me to come to come and help MC because I'm the mascot of my team. Okay. Because we're an FRC team, so we're Team Smash, so I'm the mascot sure. for the past two years. Okay. So we're pretty excited I, to go to our first I, match in like two weeks. I, wow. I, I assumed that you were from Team Smash. <laughs> With the, the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a giveaway. Indeed. So are you a graduate from that? I'm actually, team? my. this is my senior year. This is okay. your senior year. Okay. So are you year. currently on the team? I am. And then you're also volunteering? Yep. Wow. How many events have you that's, been to? That's a lot of time commitment. For, for uh, volunteering. For volunteering. Uh, been over the past nine years, so I don't really know. Okay, okay. so you've been volunteering <laughs> while you've been doing the whole robotics. While my sister has also been doing it as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what, um, why do you volunteer? I guess it's just because I like seeing the kids happy and having fun. And like it gives the parents a break to like not watch their kids and know that they're safe here. <laughs> sure. And, and being, having MC duties, yeah. you legitimately get to see the kids having fun. Yeah. You get to see everything. Yeah. And you get to hear like the feedback like, oh, we want to play like different songs or oh, when are we going to have a dance party? Oh, yeah. Which is one yeah. of the biggest things today. Uh -huh. And we're having one in like 45 minutes. Okay. And my feet are not ready. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. It was my own fault for boring heels for like nine hours. At least you get a couple minutes to, to sit here with it's us. Fun. So in your time volunteering, what is your your favorite moment it was probably from my last qualifying which was robot fest and so a lot of teams didn't know that i was coming here i didn't even know i was coming here and so like i've watched these teams grow and start and so i was helping mentor them with like spirit team and everything okay and so one of the teams the flying ewoks actually they didn't know i was coming and so like all of the team members when i was going to my car in the parking lot like ran up to me like sobbing like no don't go this is your last year we can't let you leave oh yeah and so they like tried to like get me to do pictures and they, they're they're just like everything with me and then they saw me today and i almost got tackled by like 20 kids and i'm like <laughs> oh okay this is how yes. it's gonna be today oh my goodness that's so awesome there's so many volusia county teams i'm so happy yeah. it definitely shows that you've made a connection yeah. with the team. I think that's the, one of the best feelings is knowing that you've made a difference in a kid's life. Yeah, and definitely. so with that being your favorite moment, is that is that what inspires you to keep going with I the volunteering? Yeah. Getting getting to see getting to that see connection that that the kids have. It makes it so much more worth it. Yeah. That's the cool. pain and the headaches and everything. <laughs> Yes, because there's a lot of that. And yeah. It doesn't matter what volunteering role you're in. There's yeah. pain and headaches involved 
I'm pretty sure we're all there right now. You guys got got some good headphones to block out the majority of this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So you're a senior. I am. And what do you plan on doing in the future? I plan on going to college for two years and staying at my job that I have that I had to take off. I work at a place where I'm not allowed to say where I work, but it has a mouse mascot and it's arcades. So okay, oh. fair enough. It's where a kid can be a kid. Oh, fair enough. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So what uh, has first inspired your career goals? It has. In so what like, way? I've known that I wanted to be like in front of people, but I didn't know like, oh, I can be an MC and like I don't have to sing or dance except when I feel like it. So <laughs> it's okay. easier to. It's easier to talk to kids when you have oh, a persona yeah. to put on. Sure. Or like even with like Barry, because he's just in a jumpsuit mm-hmm. and he's just being himself. And it's just he like, I'm still in my mascot thing. He, he would correct you that it is a flight suit. Because yes. he corrects me every time I every say it too. Okay, yeah. his flight suit. <laughs> I personally emceed with Barry as well before in the past. My, I, ta- I was FaceTiming my sister one time, like during this competition. And I'm like, you want to see who I'm emceeing with? And she's like, sure. And so I swapped it to Barry. And she's like, oh, my God, it's the umbrella hat dude. Yes, that's how she remembered him. He's a celebrity amongst the first He kids. is, and it's terrifying because my <laughs> sister's just like, he's so old. And I go, no, he's not. Oh. He's <laughs> like five sorry. years younger than I am. I'm sorry I keep drinking water. I'm, like, actually sick during this competition. You are fine. I'm so sorry. No, Me too. No worries having to drink during the thing like I, if have, I look like i have mine just off camera you're fine i've had some kids being like wow you're dabbing so much and i go nope i'm coughing <laughs> <laughs> like okay i guess <laughs> yeah okay I'll, I'll dab if if <laughs> if given an entire day i would not have come up with that <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. <coughs> also, did you guys get any of the pizza? Because I brought up like an entire pizza for we, you guys. Not yet. We, <laughs> we, we've been on air the whole time. We did see it show up. Yes. So we definitely appreciate that. I like handed out two pizzas to kids Thank who were hungry. So yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time out of your... Busy announcing duties. I can see them waving towards me like, come back. <laughs> to come oh. join us. We will. Um, they were. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you get back to it. Thank we appreciate you. you coming and talking Anytime. to us. And uh, have a good rest of the day. You too. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So many of the volunteers here are either actively involved in a team or are still students in like high school volunteering at the Lego League level. I think that's really cool. Um. One of us is about to go away. Do you do you specifically want me or does it matter? She specifically wants to replace me. So um, I will come in and, uh, and join at the end. So I will be back in about 20 minutes. Um, but until then, bye-bye. So now I'm going to do some banter while people move in front of me because that is the, the greatest part. But honestly, guys, I just really... I really, really want to nail the, uh, hit the nail on the, I don't even know, on the head. But you should really come to one of these events. They're so great. First is awesome. Robots are awesome. It's not just robots. It's more than robots. It's everything. I love it. We're back with now Marissa. Hi. 
versus back. Hi, I Marissa. I am back. I am and good. we are here with yet another interview. Hi. Hi. Can you introduce yourself for us? Well, my name is Landon Dabney, and I'm from the team Robo Raptors. Okay. All right. So, what is your role on the team? Well, I'm a programmer on the team, but I also do everything like project and core values too. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've heard a thing like that. So, core values, what kind of role is that? Core values, like, um, like um, just doing the stuff for like our core values board, maybe um, designing one of the games that we do for core values, or um, just like having fun. So what exactly is core values for some people who don't know? Well, core values is basically being a team and having fun while you're here, and um, you know, always having a good spirit while you're here. That is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So it kind of ties in with the gracious professionalism that FIRST is always talking about, huh? Mm -hmm. That's nice. Okay, so um, how long have you been on an FLL team? Well, this is my third year on our team. Wow. So you're a pretty uh, experienced member, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And what grade are you in? I'm in sixth grade. And how old are you? I'm 11. All right. Wow. So third year on the team, sixth grade. That's pretty cool. Is this your first time at this competition? Uh, actually, this is my third time at the regional competition. So you've been here every single year? Yes. That is awesome. So how is this year different from the previous years? Well, this year our robot is much more advanced than it is. And this year we're using much more sensors and much more, um, much more programming is much more higher. And what kind of uh, things are new about your robot? What, what are you implementing this year? Well, more sensors, first of all. Um, new building techniques. But for, for what reasons? Um, so that we can do more missions at the same time rather than coming back to base and having to put on a new attachment. Oh, wow. Okay. That is really cool. Okay, so um, pretty experienced. How do you like FIRST? Uh, FIRST is amazing to me because I got to meet a lot of like friends here, a lot of people who really care about like our team and me. So, yeah. So what is your favorite thing to do on your team? Uh, I think I like to build with the robot, build attachments, building the actual robot. All right. Do you know if you're going to be on the team next year? Uh, I think I might be on the team next year, or I might go to FTC. Okay. All right. So have you heard anything about FTC before? How do you know about FTC? Well, our school also does FTC, and I've seen some of their robots, and they're pretty cool, uh, the metal and all of that. And all the things that they have to do are also pretty cool. Yeah. And what, what do you want to do? Like, what's your goal going forward? Well, I want to be in, like, I want to do FTC and FRC. And maybe this could help me because I also want to be a biomedical engineer. Wow. Whoa. Okay, that's... Yeah. Okay, I'm going for uh, mechanical engineering, but um, that's insane because that's <laughs> medicine and engineering. <laughs> I have the utmost respect for you right now. Thank yes, you. Definitely. Um, so has FIRST helped you decide that's what you want to do? Or did you have that in mind before? Um, that actually has kind of helped me like with a lot of engineering problems I had to solve. That that has helped me get to that like conclusion. Okay. I want to be some sort of engineer and also a doctor. So biomedical engineer. That is fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you've been doing FIRST for a while. What do you think you've learned from FIRST? Well, I've learned a lot about being on a team. Um, helping others. I've learned a lot about that. And I've also learned a lot about how engineering works, what pieces go where, and how exactly, um, like what the world problems are and how we need to solve them. Whoa, okay, I wanna ask you, you said you learn how engineering works. 
So did you have a mentor to help you with that? or We did have a mentor, but he didn't give us the answer to any of your problems. He helped us to get to those solutions, but he didn't give us the answer. Mm-hmm. And how did you find out about First Lego League? Well, um, at my school, they posted something about in the, being in this Roblox club. I wanted to join, so uh, we couldn't join on the first team, but we joined on the second team, and so we became members of the team. Okay, what school is this? Orlando Science School. Orlando Science School, nice. So you got a lot of robotics clubs there, huh? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. We were both in FTC, so we do hope to see you continue on with that. Yes, yeah. We oh. definitely really recommend FTC and then FRC, also yep. FIRST Robotics Competition. Those are really great programs, and mm-hmm. it's definitely the next step. Yeah. So I am excited for you. Um, Actually, so I don't know if you, you mentioned that you might be on uh, the same team next year, but you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have heard that the, that the next game the is going to be about sport, uh, space exploration. Yeah, space exploration. So right now we're asking a bunch of students if they will look at that far right camera mm-hmm. and they would ask, if you can ask an astronaut any question about space exploration, what would you ask? Well, how do you take the things that we have on Earth and maybe if you were going to put them on Mars, what would be the difference? Like if you had a Sharpie and you put it into Mars, would it, ex- would it, when it combined with a lot of the gases that are there, would it like explode or something like that? Or um, what would happen if you took day-to-day items and just put them out on the moon or, the, or Mars? Wow. Okay. Those are really great questions. questions. Yeah. So what's going to happen is Barry Bonzak, the guy with the little umbrella hat behind us, he is going to, because he is a engineer for Lockheed Martin. He works for with Lockheed Martin, and he works with people from NASA, NASA. and he's working on the Orion project to get people to Mars. Mm-hmm. So he's making a little compilation video of a bunch of questions from students, and he's going to have experts answer them for you. Oh, yeah. So look out for that, because that might be a thing in the near future. Okay. All right? Yeah. yeah. So. so we also want to ask about, uh, what's your favorite memory about being with FIRST? My favorite memory was um, maybe uh, this season, actually, when we were at our pre-qualifier, when we got callbacks for all three of the project core values and robot design, and then we won Champions Award at our pre-qualifier. Wow. That's really cool. That's really good. So what do you think that you did right with all the work that you put into your team? Um, I think what I did right is... um, how we designed our robot this year, and also how our team is like has worked together throughout our many problems that we might have had. Oh, so you've had to learn a lot about how a team works together. Can you give us like one of your memories of dealing with that kind of problem? Yeah, um, in the beginning, uh, actually last year, with the challenge being Animal Allies, we had a lot of different ideas of or problems that we had, and we had a vote on it, and it was kind of like a little bit of a discussion. But in the end, we actually found a peaceful answer where we combined most of our ideas together. Wow. Okay. And that's, that's awesome. a real life skill that you're going to be using for the rest of your life. Yes, yeah, definitely. That's pretty good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Hope you have a great rest of your competition. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. That is. And you seem like this team's biomedical really engineering. Oh. Boom. Boom. Mind blown. That's so much. I'm giving shivers. So we're actually going to be down to our last interview of the day. This is the last one. We're really excited. 
today has just been great. It has it really been. Has. Lots of interviews. Lots of co- meeting a lot of cool people and a students. A lot of cool people, a lot of students, a lot of mentors, a lot of volunteers. We've been talking to people behind the scenes. Everything's been really great. Yeah, it's it's been a nice day. <laughs> Definitely. So we are here with our next interview. Hello. Hello. Can you please introduce yourself for us? My name is Hannah Whalen, and I'm part of the Castle Creek Robo Dragons. Ooh. Wow. And what is your role on the team? Well, we have this um, lanyard and it tells us what we did to be a part. I was an artist, a master builder, a designer, a communicator, and a researcher. Wow. wow. That's a lot. Is this like your, your whole team is doing that, this, this lanyard? Yes. Cool. So I want to ask more about uh, your team and how you've uh, been doing this competition. I thought we did pretty good so far. That's pretty nice. Um, How about uh, with the judging? Because we know it's not just about the robot. And I see, like, there's also artists and researchers. So how did that go? I thought it went pretty good. I thought core values went good. I thought the project went good. And I thought tech went good. So how do you actually apply these to the competition? Um, We apply these because every one of us did something. So what exactly did you do for each of these, for like artists, what did you do? I like, it's kind of similar to designer, okay. but I like helps like design or draw like solutions for Ooh. projects. That is amazing. And then master builder? Master builder, I helped build my project entirely out of Legos. Ooh. That's awesome. Okay, all right. And then a communicator? Um, a communicator tells people what they did um, I told like mostly my grandmother because she really wants me to become like something that a woman usually never really does, okay. like an archaeologist or a historian or working for space. That's awesome. Ooh. And then yeah. what about researcher? I helped research for solutions. Oh, that is amazing. So that is really cool. That so is really cool. I'm gonna say there's a lot of planning into your team dynamic. How is how do you work with your team? We work pretty good. We're really good friends. And two people on my team are in my class. Oh, so you get to see each other even during school time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And how many years have you been on your team? Um, this is actually my first year. This is your first Ooh, year. So nice. I'm guessing this is your first time here. Yes. And how do you enjoy that? Um, I enjoy it pretty good. I wanted to join last year, but I was already doing stuff. Okay. Okay. And how did you join uh, your team? Um, we got an application and I filled it out. Oh. How did you hear about your team? How did you get into robotics? Um, I started because um, I really want to be an archaeologist and so they have to use like all these tools. And I really want to do something that my siblings never really done because most of them are in acting. Okay. Wow. wow. Okay. So. That's awesome. Going off on a finding your own path, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Do you think FIRST is helping you find that path? Yes. Yeah? Do you think uh, there's anything special about FIRST that you really enjoy about the program? I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy designing, researching, and mostly being with my friends. Yeah, definitely. And are you going to be on your team next year too? Um, probably in middle school. Okay. Okay. Nice. So... Uh, we know that the next um, game for next year is going to be revolving around space exploration. 
So what we're doing is we're asking a bunch of students to look at that far right camera, and if you can ask an astronaut anything about space exploration, what would you ask? I would ask, how long does it take to make a spaceship or a rocket? That's a great question. Yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. So I think we have another interview uh, from another member of your team, is that correct? Yes. So nice. thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you for having me. I hope you have a great rest of your competition. You too. Thank you. Thank you. So we have Ooh. one more interview. I lied earlier, but this next <laughs> one is the same team, and he's done up like a dragon. Yeah. He, I'm guessing he's, he's already been mentioned on the competition floor for being like really cool oh looking. Oh my god. He put on his hood. Okay, so. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, this is amazing. This is absolutely <laughs> amazing. I'm guessing uh, he's the mascot of some sort of the okay. same team. Hello there. Hi. Can you please introduce yourself for us? Um, so I'm Zade and I'm a part of the Castle Creek Robo Dragons. Okay. Ooh. So I see you have the same lanyard that your friend had. Yes. So tell us what it says. What what do you do on your team? So I'm an artist, a master builder and designer. And the other part fell off. Oh, oh okay. no. I'm also a communicator, um, a, a communicator, a programmer, and a researcher. Nice. That's amazing. Okay, oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. All right, so are you the mascot, like the official mascot of your team? Not really. No, no. but you look like one. Well, because um, everyone in my team, they want to wear it, so we just switch off. Oh, you switch wearing. off. Okay, oh, so you're okay. like the mascot for the day. Yes. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. And you Thanks. do look This is amazing. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So what do you do while you're the mascot for the day? Well, we just hang around, go play, run around, like I said. <laughs> run around playing. So mascot things. You do some mascot thing. That's yeah, awesome. Mascot so <laughs> how did you like your competition today? You had a couple matches, right? Yes, it was very good. Maybe it's sometimes a robot crashed and failed and flipped upside down but it's okay Whoa. that happens <laughs> that happens mm. so what is your favorite thing to do on the team my favorite thing to do is hang out with my friends and learn from each other okay mm. all right and what kind of things have you learned while you were on this team well i've learned that you, sometimes you can't just do things alone you have to work together to learn to do things oh, definitely that's definitely. a pretty big lesson you learn can you explain to us how you learned that lesson well, it's because, um, so one Friday um, after school, I was working on a program and I got a little stuck and one of the other drivers, Michaela, she came and pointed th something out for me and it really helped me out. Oh, wow. Okay. How many years have you been on this team? One year. So this one. is your first year? Yes. So you like this, the, all this stuff going on behind, this is your first time being here? Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite thing about today? My favorite thing is that when we did um, our presentation, we did three in a row. It was so exhausting. Wow. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. That's a lot of work. So are you going to join the team next year? No. No, you won't? Because I have to go to a different middle school. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you going to be on a different team or? A different team. Okay. okay so you still want to continue on with FIRST? Yes. You oh, really enjoyed awesome. this? This is good. So uh, the next year's... Uh, game for the first Lego League is about human space travel. Uh, yeah, and we're telling you the scoop now. But what we're doing is we want you to look into this camera and then say 
any question you would want to ask an astronaut about human space travel. So right. if you want to just right now, yeah. yeah if you want, so <laughs> like if you can ask an astronaut any question about space exploration, what would you ask to that right camera? My one question would be, how is it to be in space? Has a star ever blown up right in front of your face? Whoa! Right in front of your face. Okay, that's a great question. Yep. I would like to know that one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you continue. You want to continue on with first. Why do you want to continue doing this program? I get to make new friends, hang out with them, build a robot that practically hates us. <laughs> oh, you have been. You have done well in first to know that already. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, what do you want to do when you grow up? That's a question you're probably asked all the time, right? <laughs> yes. When I grow up, I want to be an architect, so maybe I can design new robots. Oh, that's cool. That's a great, that's awesome. Yes. Do you think FIRST has helped you realize what your dream is? Yes, it helped me a lot. <laughs> we get that a lot. That normally happens. <laughs> when you get involved in FIRST. Yeah, so a little bit more about this year. It's your first year on this team. So how did you like the whole the season as a whole? The season as a whole? It's been, um, I'm going to kind of take um, next year's theme. It's going to. It was over the moon. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he already knows what to say next year. This is great. Uh, yes. You just made her really happy. Uh, <laughs> he needs to say that one to Barry. Yes, you you should. You should really say that to Barry. He'll love it. Uh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to us about your team and yourself. Thank you for having me. No problem. So. Ending on a corny joke. I love it. Yes, definitely. So. To, uh, this was a great competition. Yes, so this was our last interview. So what's going to happen next? That's a good question. No Scott's idea. Scott's going to come over here. He's going to sit down and we're going to sign off. But we're going to talk a little bit about this competition and how we love it. We love it. This is our we first do. time here. This is. This and is my first time in a long time to be at a pure F first Lego League competition. Yes. And we've interviewed a couple of students yeah. before yeah. from first Lego League. But this is our first real year doing a whole coverage on First Lego League, and this is the this is the championship from Central Florida. Yep. So it was pretty great. I think it was great. Yeah, I this think this was fun. This yeah. was a good event. Yes, it was. Yeah. And I I definitely am glad that JT decided that we had to be here. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm very happy. With this. this is I think the first time I met JT. Before. You you would have met him at Roboticon, but it would have been so brief that you wouldn't have held on to it. Makes sense. Because he was the one running all of the Lego League stuff He's for nice. Roboticon. Yeah. Yep. And then he was also at... Was he... He was at the walkthrough the before Robot and Weekend. He wasn't actually at Robot and Weekend, <clears throat> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he showed up. I but he was there for our walkthrough because we walked through both the place for Robot and Weekend and uh, uh, the Sun Dome back to back in, oh, in wow. one we all decided well if we're going to be there let's just do it all together <laughs> so. nice but yeah so this was good um, it's potentially uh, the introduction for some of our people to uh, Lego League competition yeah which is really exciting welcome <laughs> we're here too it's we're experiencing this with you it's definitely 
definitely a cool thing. It's very different than what we have at Roboticon. Yep. Because it's way less teams at Roboticon than what we have here. Yeah, it's so, a many teams yeah, here. It's a lot of teams. It's a lot of people. And I love, I love that Wendy was here to support Lego League yep. from the first robotics competition uh, aspect of things. I think that's really cool. Um, it, and and obviously we've seen some of our other some of our other friends from other events who are here who are not necessarily Lego League people but are here volunteering uh, at the Lego League event anyway. I think that's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, for those of you who have been joining us live, we definitely appreciate it. Um, I guess we can do the spiel uh, for for uh, for joining us live. You can always join us on a normal Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern um, or for any of our special events, which, as we said earlier, there are going to be a number of over the coming you just gotta stay tuned. eight weeks. <laughs> you really um, do. Just don't click off this webpage for uh, yes, the indeed. next year. Just stay on it forever. So, so to join <laughs> us live, you can uh, go to basically any of our websites. Uh, in this case, you can go to firstlooks.tv slash join us, and that will take you to, uh, to our live stream. If you're not able to join us live, that is okay. You can subscribe to this and all of our other series by going to pluggitslive.com slash subscribe. There you will see First Looks, which is this series here. You will see our flagship show, F5 Live Refreshing Technology, which is the logo on uh, Marissa's shirt over there, uh-huh. um, which is the show that's Sunday nights at 9. Uh, you can find the Pilch Point, our special events feed, which is where two of our upcoming three mm. uh, events uh, will show up and also where all of our CES stuff where the next batch of stuff will start publishing uh, tomorrow, I think. <laughs> All of that shows up there. And then there's other stuff. There's the new product launch pad, which is your program, the two of you. So yeah. if you enjoy uh, these two uh, today, you can Do find you really? more of them at the new product <laughs> launch pad, uh, which we need to talk about getting some new stuff because we've got uh, a lot of new companies who want in, which is really exciting. Yeah. And then we've got some new series coming as well. Um, I think we have three or four new series that are going to be launching over the next couple of months, which we're really excited about. So you can find all of that at plughitslive.com slash subscribe. And uh, you can support our coverage by going to um, firstlooks.tv slash Microsoft or um, all of our other partners. Um, you can support all of our coverage by going to plughitslive.com slash Amazon. Before you buy anything on Amazon, it doesn't take you any extra time, but it helps us out a little bit which uh, is what allows us to do these types of events and introduce you to uh, wonderful kids and wonderful volunteers. Um, your last interview was obviously a jokester, by the way, because you two were laughing the whole time. Either that or he's quite a ladies' man. Either he, said, way. he said he was over the moon about next year. <laughs> yeah, I, That's when I died. Yeah, I, think, I think that's I when like, you looked over and you're like, something's going on over there. I died. I, I like that kid already. Um, so, anyway, I guess on that note, on behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Scott. I'm Danielle. I'm Marissa. And we will see you guys for first looks back on uh, March 9th for the Orlando Regional and uh, back for F5 Live Refreshing Technology next Sunday at 9 p.m. Ciao. Bye.